So this is Dinner with Schmucks? Dinner Dude, with the Schmucks. podcast. You have a podcast? You know, just gonna throw it out there. I just see like tons of people doing it wrong. I know, you gotta, like, you gotta I, filter out the amateur stuff if you don't wanna see them doing it wrong. <sighs> That's great. Take it off. <laughs> a podcast about nothing and everything in between. Take that, Joe Rogan. Boom, roasted. This happens like once a week. It's like throwing a softball down a well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we got to cut this shit out, too. With your hosts, Chris, Jahida, and Dieter. And don't point that thing at me.
do. For sure. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's yeah. officially start this thing off the right way. We're going to say smoke them if okay. you got them. Junior, you have like a pen or anything on you? You're in South Carolina. You probably shouldn't have any of that shit there. <laughs> well, I'm legal beagle, sir. We do this in honor for Junior in South Carolina. Joe, what about you? Edibles. Okay. I did take an RSO capsule like a half hour ago, so we'll see if that kicks What's in. What's that? What? What's that? What RSO, Rick Simpson oil, that like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I did. It's a hundred milligram capsule. <laughs> Um, but I've been doing like 200, like 200s, like the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Like I did it like the last two Fridays. So I don't expect this to do much, but we'll see. It'll probably just <laughs> give me fucking cotton mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got a big thing of water. A bunch of stoners. Yeah. <laughs> I got water. I got coffee. Junior. <laughs> Takes one to know one, friend. <laughs> oh, do you, I, I was... Mark didn't want to get down on a joint tonight, but I still had uh, one of those, uh, the cones that Brad left from the Christmas party, like the terpene rich ones mm-hmm. that he brought. And I've got the the couple of blunts still. So you got to get up here so you can uh, roll a blunt <laughs> <laughs> properly. Because <laughs> I packed one of my cones and we'll, uh, I'll light that up a little bit later. So. Yeah, well, I got to get up that way. Next time, the closest I'm going to be up to you guys, I got to go back to Baltimore. Second week of May, but I don't know what my schedule is like. It's kind of crazy. Okay. Well, we're, uh, we're definitely have to get up that way. We're for here. Sure. Um, yeah, definitely. So let's, uh, like I said, we properly kicked this off. We smoked them if we got them. If we had them, I guess is the proper way to say. And let's English. welcome to the Dinner <laughs> with Schmucks podcast. What did you say? I smoke too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Wait, Rob's gonna get in here again. Hopefully, this works. All right, we'll see if he gets in here. Um, episode number one sixty four. This is the first podcast of twenty twenty three for us. Um, outside of the um, DWS mini we released a couple weeks ago in honor of uh, Mike Stalter, um, who owned Stalter's Cafe, who unexpectedly passed away. Uh, just I guess on April first. So you know, it was like the everybody thought it was the worst April Fool's joke ever, but it was not an April Fool's joke. So, um, so this is the first official episode of of the year of the season, <laughs> and it is the holidays around here. <laughs> Every day is the holidays around here. We have a terrible weed problem. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't call it a problem. <laughs> Willie Nelson would love this place. <laughs> <laughs> so, episode number 164, welcome to the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. We are joined by some very special guests um, from all over, just, I guess, Pennsylvania and Florida. And not even all over, just in like three cities. So, <laughs> as we said, we have... Uh, Mark, a.k.a. Kark, Kark Industries, made the trip down from Maine. We had him mm-hmm. on. He was maybe on maybe the last podcast we recorded. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> two for two he might have in been person. Nice. In person. Yeah. Um, and then there was one with Lisa. So I don't I I think I think we did one with Lisa. So maybe that was the last one. Maybe uh, okay. for when we did it at Raymond's birthday. Um, 
So Mark is back with us down from Maine in town for the week. Had to come do the special podcast, mm-hmm. the happy hour. What a serendipitous that I happen to have be able to come yeah. down this week. Yeah, you were you were off for this week. That's that's just perfect. Um, also in Pennsylvania, um, Lisa's old stomping ground, the Lehigh Valley. Yep. <laughs> Joe Grotzinger. Yes. yes, sir. And uh, Joe joined us last year on our 420 spectacular. I don't even remember was what that we called last it. year. Yes, it was last year. I just listened to it today, I- actually. For some reason, I thought it was two years ago and we skipped a year. No, we did one two years ago, but it was uh, just like Dieter, his girlfriend at the time, Jahida and I. And then we actually had um, <laughs> some, we actually had Sean Rossler from the Course Grind podcast who introduced us that day to Rodney, who was on with us last year. Last and year. Uh, okay. Patrick McNeil, who was on Leonard Kenny, Letter Kenny um, was on. That was two years ago. And then the one before that was when we did Super Troopers. So that was like forever ago. Um, oh my so, gosh, Super Troopers. I thought about that the other day. <laughs> so Joe Let's is joining us right. from the Lehigh Valley, representing from Florida, but on, um, on uh, I don't know, assignment in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> on the run. <laughs> we, yes. have, uh, we have June uh-huh. Bug Jr. joining us for, uh, he does a lot of podcasts with us now, so it's always great to, uh, to have Junior part yeah. of the gang. And we also good, have everybody. Edith, soon to be of uh, of more Western, Western, not New Western, Mexico. New Mexico. I didn't know if you wanted to say the what? actual place. You're moving yeah. to New Mexico? You moving? Wow. I'm moving, my friends. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I still have your shirt. You what? I still have your shirt. We got to meet up. Oh, we got to meet up. Yeah. I, yeah. Be, especially before I go to New Mexico. That's what, um, yeah. This is all new. Or new um, to me. Well, I had to do something. Florida is, uh, I don't know. I've worn, I've, I've worked every job in my zip code. I got to get out of here. Uh, you worn out your welcome? Yeah. <laughs> And then last, but certainly not least, the OG member, Lisa Bobisa, from hashtag Erotic Riverview. And now i got to find that sound again, because Dummy Me didn't have it queued up. And I don't know where it is. I, I added like three sounds to the soundboard today, and then that was the first time I've touched it in like six months, so... Here we go. Hashtag 20 jobs to do, Chris, and you couldn't do it. Come on. There we go. I know I was early. <laughs> so that, uh, that rounds out our, our happy hour tonight. Um, so we have, uh, we have a handful of things planned. We have a Schmuck Files that is very obviously 420-centric and uh, features and most of the stuff is hella old because like this stuff just doesn't happen anymore because it's legal everywhere <laughs> so like this was the golden age of like prohibition nationwide marijuana prohibition of uh, the early 2000s um, so we have uh, a handful of clips from that we have a couple of other things a couple of people contributed um, some things over uh, throughout the day so uh, let's, I think we should, we should just get started. So, once again, happy holidays. Happy I'm, holidays, I'm so out of practice. Happy <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> we're halfway through holidays. the year. We're we're uh, we're we're gonna get back into trying to do this more regularly, hopefully, because um, I, I do miss doing this. I miss okay. all the the extra. I miss the production work of it, which is sounds weird, but I really do. So. 
Um, and I miss you're just, a nerd. Like I, I am. I am. And I just miss just being a, a jackass in general on on uh, on the internet. You're <laughs> And I miss my soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Never mind. <laughs> you missed it. We're all going to go really slow. Oh, it'll. It, we'll get there. We will get there eventually. Uh, It'd be cool in life if you could walk around with like a soundboard. I always kind of got like a soundtrack playing in my head as I go through life. I mean, I, I could walk around. It's on my iPad, so I could. And they have a phone app. Just be, like, silly to walk around. But there was, it wasn't like in a TV show or something where... No, I guess somebody just... I might have been in Bob's Burger. Or no, it was in American Dad when Steve would follow kids around and, like, play these fart sounds. <laughs> he had this, like, little fart box. <laughs> had, like, five different... More than five. I don't know why I said five. I mean, I, I could see you, like, putting, like, headphones in and, like, narrate, like, you know, just adding to your life experience by throwing in sound bites, like... You know they're already in your head, but at least now that I don't know, I guess you'll hear them. <laughs> so what? You, what so what? What you got? It's got to be like if you, you know, uh, I see like ads on Facebook for I don't know if they're Ray Bans or Oakleys, but they have like HD cameras in them. Oh yeah. So like if you did that and you basically like vlogged your life, is that still a thing? Do people still do that? Like video blogs of oh, like yeah. their lives from yeah. like when they wake up to when they go to bed. Yeah. Definitely, right. bro. Okay. Well, That's a category in YouTube. Yeah, vlogging is crazy. Hashtag. And then you got Google. Uh, that's just Google Glass. That's Google Glass version 3.0. Okay. Back in it? the day, you get punched in the face for having a Google Glass. <laughs> yeah, well, now they're like, bro. Now they're like Ray Ban, so at least they look good. Um, <laughs> yeah. But if you did that, that would be interesting. You're just walking around kind of with a sound thing. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. You look over at something and you're like, oh. Yeah, I mean everybody that bends over, you got a fart and that sound, and uh, that would get be, a, that's what that she would said. Get those, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would like to do that for an entire day. <laughs> Imagine the dopamine. <laughs> well, Lisa, don't you still have this app on your phone? Is she? Oh, uh, admit. Oh wait. Oh, Samsung <laughs> has entered the room. I don't know. I put it like. Well, no, actually, I didn't put the live invitation out in toys, so. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, it's Rob again. <laughs> Hopefully. Hey. Yeah, he's connected, right? So he's connected to audio. Can you hear us, Rob? I can, actually. All right. You, good. We can there hear you. There you go. I love this shirt. Thank you very much. It's from my company. You got to tell nice. us about it. Yeah, we kind of gave like a, uh, I gave a loose rundown of who you were while you were trying to connect before. Um but uh, if you're a listener of the podcast, you might remember Rob. He did a full episode with us back in, I guess, 2019, back, back before COVID, uh, when we had guests on a regular. Um, did a great episode with us. Uh, he talked about when uh, WESS won a Woody, the MTV Woody uh, College Music, College Radio Awards. Um, but yeah, like I said, he's now uh, since retired, and um, he's taken up um, a very large interest in, in cannabis. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Um, I don't want to just barge right into your podcast. It looks like you guys were having a merry old time without me. So, you know, just keep rolling the way you want to roll and I'll talk when you want me to. I'm so out of practice. I'm having a, such a hard time trying to get this going. Plus, it's 420. So it's all good. It's all good. Just right. <laughs> you're the right professional now. here out of all of us. Well, you know, I've been studying marijuana since I was 15 years old, you know, I, I, know I was talking about, about radio, but that too. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good way to put it. I've been studying it. <laughs> I'm still I'm still collecting data. <laughs> Wait, who did we just? Oh, we just lost Edith. All right. The results are trending upwards. <laughs> like I said, I'm way out of practice. This is weird. <laughs> um, there's I don't remember how to talk to people. I, I know, especially right. Um, so there is a couple of things. I'll, I'll put these out now, and we can think about them. We'll get to them a little bit later. But before Dieter bailed on us, we sat down earlier this week and actually did a little bit of prep. And we came up. So last year we did uh, a couple of like we did a top ten list, or I guess we just did a. Uh, not top 10 list. We just did everyone's favorite. I think we did favorite. Um, we did favorite movie or TV show to watch while stoned or getting or and about like stoner stuff. And then we also did your favorite uh, way of consumption. And I don't remember what those results were. I'm sure they're probably posted on our website or Facebook <laughs> page somewhere. But this year we wanted to uh, we wanted to focus a little more on like music or movies. And actually, Mark sent something over regarding the music. So we're gonna get to this in a little bit. But just so you can start to think about it, because it is 4:20. Your favorite music to 4:22. Your favorite 4:20 munchies. Oh, and that's only one thing: music. So never mind. Uh, and your favorite 4:20 activity. So think about that. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, anybody, uh, so just in general, how was everyone's day? Anyone have a nice celebration? <laughs> <laughs> I would have had a much larger celebration if my son didn't have baseball practice tonight. <laughs> so I had to kind of not, I had to be, you know, clear for that. <laughs> or I would have taken a couple of RSO capsules a while ago. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't understand that thinking. I wouldn't start my day without them so that I can get clear. I, I don't understand what you're talking <laughs> well, about. <laughs> and like I had this shirt, I had to wear a jacket over the shirt because I didn't feel like comfortable going to my son's <laughs> baseball practice rocking this shirt either. Just there, you know, it's very, very adult like of you. Good job. Yeah, exactly. Put the jacket on. It's adulting. I, w- I was with my son today. He's 25 now and we're setting up. Jesus, he's 25. <laughs> at, at Pocono 420. Yeah. And I remember when I... I remember when I presided over his passage into manhood at the age of 17, I smoked a J with it. Oh, nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he doesn't drink alcohol and that's it. He's a weed guy. And yeah. That's it. I, you know, I'm the, I'm basically the same way. I mean, I played with that, with that band stage clearing for like a year and a half. And I think I might've had six drinks and they were probably <laughs> ciders. Mm-hmm. Outside of like yeah. the one shot I did with them, and I, I'm like, never mind, I'm done with that. So, <laughs> I, I I quit drinking alcohol myself May the 10th. I'm coming up on a year, and I've devoted myself including 100% beer to marijuana, including beer. <laughs> what? Including In- beer? Yeah. Wow. No alcohol. No alcohol since May the 10th. I wonder if there's been a shift in, I wonder if bars have felt that shift of people drinking less and, and, uh, you I mean, wonder why, you wonder why they're talking recession, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so if, you're getting close on the year. Have you noticed a big difference? Yeah, I have really, uh, you know, I, I did it for health and, uh, we, a big part of the positive side of health. And I've noticed so many areas of my life that have improved since no alcohol. I'm so happy with that. I always thought, it was going to be one of these things where you're fighting against it all the time. And so oh, I hope I never go back to it. And it was great while I was there, you know, drinking, but it's not that way at all. Nice. Totally happy. Yeah. I mean, I, Congratulations. I, I absolutely, you. yeah. Rarely get into a situation where I'm like, I wish I had a drink. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just, 
you know, Mark, Mark came in. I'm like, hey, you want something to drink? And I opened up our beverage fridge, and it's just full of cans of beer that people brought <laughs> here. And I'm like, you bring it. We'll just leave it in the fridge. Somebody will drink it eventually. Yeah. It's not going to be me. No two cans the same. They're all just total <laughs> randoms. By the way, a, a big hello to Mark Kurtz. I hello. haven't seen him in over 10 years. It's been yeah, a long doing, time. Good. Mark Good uh, made the trip all the way down from Maine just for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yep. <laughs> How, you guys lived like a mile and a half apart from each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see each other for 10 years. Tree, yeah. Yeah. Actually just down the hill. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, I guess I realized after we had gone to, um, um, those parties that Rob used to throw. Oh, yeah. Uh, His longest day of the summer longest party. Day of the summer party. Yeah. Yeah. Invited me to that once. And I realized, Oh my God, he lives right over here. Yeah. The longest day of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> I know we've talked about, uh, we brought it up probably the last time you were on the podcast, but that party that you had Matt and I play at, um, outside of being extremely drunk on like just drinking shots of 151 with your wife, we we kept going down like behind the bushes in your front yard and smoking too. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a grand old time that day. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was looking at your Facebook banner photo and watching you in that drum fo- that drum pose. I was wondering when you were banging on drums. I was oh. playing some really deep rhythm <laughs> rock on the way out. I'm in Pittsburgh here right now. And uh, playing some really bottom end stuff. I was wondering you're, whether you're still banging the skins. Uh, yeah, so I, I played uh, for like a year and a half. And uh, my last gig I played actually was like last September. It just became too much with now like Raymond getting to the age he is where he's doing more activities. So like now he's like doing baseball, like just baseball four nights a week. It, or, you know, with two games and, and two practices, it's it, it's rough. So, um, it's probably yeah. worse than that. He's probably a Yankees fan, too. <laughs> yeah, of course, he is. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's playing for the Mets. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it was just it was just hard to to find the time. And then between that and Jahida's work schedule, you know, like it really came down like we'd have to find babysitters or something. It's just not worth it when you get to that. No. So, uh, you know, I just had to step back and uh, it, it was cool because, you know, one thing it did do, it actually furthered another part of my career, which is I started doing like the, the gig posters for the band. And that has become like like a, a, a chunk of my everyday business now. Like I, I, I've been doing them for bands up and down the East Coast uh, for a, a venue just across the river over on the York side of like Wayne County called nutshell hall i did like all of their posters almost all of their posters for their spring season and that's gotten me a bunch of of follow-up gigs after that yeah the, uh, nice knits. your poster work is awesome so I, do you for for an individual client do, you, do they give you an idea of what they want or they just every sort of once start in blank, a, every or? once in a while but a lot of them are just like hey i've seen you know i see your stuff i love your you know just love your general look uh-huh. just you know have at it really wow oh. There is there's a, a band I've just been talking to lately that uh, emailed me yesterday with with a couple of ideas, uh, but it'd be but I unfortunately I'm not an illustrator, uh, so and I told them that. But if they can get me the illustration of what they're looking for to incorporate, I absolutely will do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. I, I build a lot of things with elements, textures, colors, customized fonts, and things like that. But yeah, it's been a it's so that so it's pretty cool that that music thing kind of opened that up for me. And it has kind of uh, given me that avenue to my business. So, uh, but other than that, I, I am actually uh, planning on playing in a pit orchestra this summer at the theater here in at Hall the Ritz. Ritz. At the Ritz. Yay. 
Uh, my wife is going to play too. So nice. she hasn't played since we left Clark Summit. She was playing with the Marywood uh, Wind Ensemble when we lived there. Uh, I have not read a piece of drum music in probably 15 years, so that ought to be interesting. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm trying to find time to play during the day when I can, just so I can kind of get my chops back because they were built back up again and then not playing for like six months is just kind of hasn't destroyed them as much as they were before. But one of those things. Do, do you have to audition for the Ritz? How does that work? <laughs> well, Fobble is running it. Oh, you running got the music. In. So, yeah. And actually, I'm doing like there's another guy that's been doing the last couple of years uh-huh. um, and he's got a handful of dates he couldn't do. So I'm just going to fill in on those. Gotcha. It's kind of deep me back into it. And then, yeah. So that's where I am on my drumming stuff. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> Kim is having uh, Kim is having Internet issues. All right. And Lisa had to step away. So. We'll see if Edith gets back on. Edith Kim, whatever her name is. <laughs> so um, I I get a weekly or I get a daily um, email from, uh, oh, I can't remember the thing. It's it's about, uh, it's basically like it, it gives me a rundown of, of all the news about like what's happening in marijuana news uh, in terms of with like government, you know, local, state federal even like nationally it gives you international updates and one of the things that was on today which i thought was appropriate and even though this podcast won't be released for a couple of days it's good because this is a service that's actually in uh is is in place now and uh nug md is launching a too high hotline so (laughs) is is nug md a real doctor (laughs) i mean it's a website um we're we're gonna we some funny videos later. I mean, but one problem with edibles, as as we probably all know, um, and have probably all experienced at least once, is you can get really high on them really quickly because they take forever to kick in, and you lose your patience. And <laughs> we went over this last time you were on yeah. when Jahida talked about how she ate like basically four hundred and twenty five milligrams of a chocolate bar in one <laughs> sitting because it didn't kick in yet. <laughs> And you get that, uh-oh, I am too high. Uh, a good way to actually combat that is to uh, take some CBD, uh, whether if you have happened to have flour or a pen. The one time it, it happened to me a couple of years ago when I did way too much RSO, I took a couple of hits off of my pen that was a, a one-to-one CBD THC, and that definitely helped calm it down a little bit. Mm. So... Uh, if you want to, you can read better than I can. Uh, I would read. Fight fire with fire. <laughs> okay, with the with the launch of its too high hotline, Nug MD, the nation's leading medical marijuana telemedicine platform, is helping accidental cannabis overindulgers to find support this 420. It's that time of year again, and while 420 is arguably a dedicated cannabis user's favorite holiday, it's time to remind our fellow interdimensional explorers to indulge responsibly. (laughs) Very nice. They they know their audience. States have seen an explosion in much needed harm reduction measures thanks to the reduced stigma around cannabis use. Still, many Americans resist seeking help for highly emotional psychedelic experiences because cannabis is still illegal at the federal level. This results in unguided use by novices unprepared to deal with the powerful (laughs) mental effects in every year. Emergency visits to excess cannabis consumption spike on 420. Nug MD is committed to providing educational material to patients, explaining the difference, the differing intensity and the duration between consumption methods, how other cannabis users approach dosing, and how tolerances vary, vary significantly between users. 
Uh, and this 420, in the interest of harm reduction, Nug MD is establishing a too high hotline to provide free confidential peer support to those who indulge a little too much, despite ample precautions. Oh, Jesus, there's a ton of it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at any rate, so it, is it, I guess it's a 1 800 number? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's the contact there. Yeah, I thought it gave the number. I thought I saw it earlier, but. Uh, I mean, that's it. That's a great. It's a great service, honestly. I mean, uh, standing by when you get too high. Yeah, here it is. Totally oh, anonymous, 100% free. Here for that uh-oh moment. You think this is a good service? Yeah. I, I think, well, as opposed to calling 911 and saying, I'm too high, what do I do? Because it's happened, and we've got the audio to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there was that cop that called 911. And write it on himself because he got too hot. Yeah, I think didn't he like steal some weed from a guy? Yeah, that that's on our. <laughs> although that part wasn't mentioned in this particular version of the story. Um, yeah, that that's the same thing, and he does something ridiculously stupid. Um, so yeah, I, I do think something like this is is useful. What, you don't you don't think so, Rob? I think it's silly, and I think it's a farce. I think it's designed to get people who are real stoners to laugh about the idea of calling a hotline because you're high. And everybody knows that the buzz from a high is going to pass in a few minutes. That's the early stage of the self-reflective part of the buzz. That's when people get scared. They start to get paranoid, worried that they've done something wrong, worried that they're a bad person, all that. It's a temporary phase. People need to be educated that that's very normal. That's going to happen. It's part of the reflective process. And if they can just hang on for a little bit, they'll go into a calmer phase. But isn't that what this is is designed to do, is to give you that information and... I mean, hopefully you should never have to call it more than once. <laughs> by, the, by, the time, by the time they reach for the phone and call 911, it's only going to ramp up their anxiety and get through the whole on hold and all that. I, yeah, well, it's not 911. I, I guess I'm a skeptic. This isn't actually even an 800 number. You have to pay for this. <laughs> it's a long distance call. If you're, high, if you're high and you're paranoid, are you calling somebody you don't know? Uh, they have a nice website. I don't know. I, I might be convinced. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah. On the website. <laughs> I mean, well, isn't there, there's always that thing they sort of say, like, you know, I mean, I guess it's more with psychedelic stuff, but you should always have a babysitter or somebody who's experienced mm-hmm. do it with you, especially if you're, uh, if you haven't done it before, somebody can talk you through it and, you know, knows, yeah. knows what to expect and how to, sure. yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. That definitely is a, a, a psychedelic thing. A weed thing. mentor. A weed mentor. Yeah. <laughs> So well, this could be one of those 501c3s, you know, once you start making some big money with the legal uh, marijuana, you got to find some way to launder your money so you can save taxes <laughs> on it. So start a non-for-profit. Weed coach. The, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the two high hotline. If you are yeah. interested, 323-518-2728. You can also find them online, nugmd.com slash support. Uh, so that's our public service announcement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it is it is sort of a like a questionable sort of, you know, I mean, the, the whole telemedicine thing is like a big thing now. And is this like, ju- yeah, just some sort of way of of taking advantage of that of that um, but of that trend for, you know, of telemedicine only- and just aiming it towards pod? I don't know. But hours are 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, that's it. <laughs> So at least it gives us to like 11 o'clock here in the East. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like if you're yeah. after eight o'clock, like that's kind of, I guess it's kind of worthless if it's closing that early. Mm. Nothing good happens till after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get your California medical marijuana card online in minutes. 
So that's what NugMD does. Yeah, I mean, it's really advertising, I guess. You know, it yeah. just started promotions Probably, yeah. to pull you in to, to buy a medical card from them. Ha, so have uh, have you guys ever experienced like a, a kind of a mini freak out at all of getting too high in the past? Never. Uh, I've gotten to where it's uh, it's felt uh, it's felt pretty intense to where I just need to kind of lay down and kind of just close my eyes and maybe go to sleep and, for a little bit. And what what did you do to to bring, Was it an edible? Was it smoking? Or no, no, it's just typically usually smoking. Okay, um, usually. See, and uh, I don't know for whatever reason, because I don't think I'm trying to remember. I don't think it's it's ever happened with an edible because I don't have many edibles I've taken. But I've I've been to where in the past where I've, I've been just, I guess, going one after another. And uh, it gets to a point where it's like, Ugh, I went yeah. over the tipping point and you just feel kind of bad and uh, almost like you're going to get sick, nauseous. And it's like, Ugh, no, it's a it's, it's a horrible feeling. The only time I've I've ever gotten like that is, is from edibles. <clears throat> Never gotten it from. So you, yeah. you mentioned RSO, Chris. Right? Yeah, that's something that you took too much. This is RSO right here. One of the many dispense forms. This is the good stuff. I just want to mention RSO does stand for Rick Simpson oil. He was a Canadian chemist who had a tumor that wouldn't go away, and he decided to experiment with his own compound. And created this formulation called RSO or Rick Simpson oil. He applied it topically to his tumor. It went away. But now people like myself take RSO because it's, it has a tremendous, uh, it has tremendous benefit for the digestive system. It's really, if you have digestive problems, RSO is really wonderful. So I just wanted to make sure that this stuff was defined for your audience. What, uh, what is your preferred method? I mean, you buy it and do you ever buy the capsules or do you just buy the syringes? I have RSO capsules right here. Uh, these actually are not RSO. These ones are capsules. Yeah, I prefer, I don't prefer smoking uh, or vaping really, although sometimes I will. I just uh, got a recent uh, refereed study showing that vaping does not cause lung damage, by the way, put out by normal. But my preferred in the morning is uh, THC capsules, strong as possible. Little RSO during the day. So when you do the RSO, do you, uh, how do you take that? If it's in the syringe, you put it on something, do you rub it in your gums or? Yeah, it comes out the size of a rice kernel. I'm not going to use it here because I took some earlier today, <laughs> yep. put it on my finger. So you just do that. Okay. I love the aftertaste. Oh, it's see, got a I real can't. sharp, almost <laughs> burning aftertaste. It's very bitter. Yeah, I can't. Um, not not everybody can taste that bitterness, but it tastes good to me. Yeah, I, I uh, the the first time I did that uh, it was a couple of years ago, actually at Junior's place when uh, Buford had some, and yeah, he just gave me you know whatever a little dot blob, and I you know he rubbed it up into my gums, and I didn't realize how how stoned I actually got from it until I saw a video. From from the, the <laughs> I put out on Facebook. We did a Facebook Live, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I I just don't like the taste of it. I, I've been buying lately. I've been buying distillate and um, making gummies, melting down like gummy bears, adding the gram, mixing it in, but and see, re-pouring them. But see, why do you why do you conjoin THC with sugar? Because then you're not really able, your body can't isolate the THC because you're getting the sugar high at the same time. 
that's the problem I have with gummies. Oh, see, I've, I've never thought of it that way. I've just did it that the way. Same with cookies, all those edibles where you're baking sugar, you're not really able to distinguish whether you're getting a buzz from the sugar, which is the number one toxic drug in the U.S., yeah. or you're getting it from the THC. That's a good point. Uh, the the RSO like is there a single manufacturer that is that something is like a thing that they license out to manufacturers well who that's a good question yeah I'm pretty sure that more uh, more than one maker makes RSO yeah I think most of the growers yeah yeah most of the if you go to a, a medical dispensary here in PA I mean, almost all the, you you know, there's many different brands mm. of RSO. Mm. I mean, a lot of them are all under the same parent company when you, you look at the hierarchy of things. Because <laughs> um, that happened already. All, everybody is all under the one there, huge there's, company. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot that are all combined under the same parent company. Um, but yeah, different growers, they all have it. And, you know, it's different strains. It's, you know, they're different strains. So, like... Uh, uh, like, I've, I've gotten, like, uh, Bubba Diagonal RSO before. Um I can't. I, I forgot what the capsules I bought last time were. So yeah, it's all all different form, you know. Yeah, and different you know levels, and you get some that are full spectrum, some that aren't. So it's yeah. What's important about RSO is it's the entire cannabis plant. It's not the leaf. It's not something extracted from the stems. It's the entire plant flash frozen. <laughs> yeah, Buford uh, used that stuff all the time. That was his. You know, that's what kind of got him through his his days you know towards the end there he was he you know he, yeah. he swore by that stuff um i mean he was he was doing i forgot what he said he was doing you know by the end i know he talked about it on the podcast once the amount he takes because he his tolerance was so high was it was astonishing but um yeah no it's uh that is uh that's 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 interesting so joe what about what about you um, I have only ever freaked out from smoking and never from edibles. Wow. That's never from edibles. Hmm. I guess there you go. Everyone's a little different. Yeah. I always yeah. feel like, yeah, you're either, <laughs> you're either edible side or your plant side. Yeah. What about you? Oh, edible. Yeah. Edibles or no, no. Have you uh, like gotten to a, where you kind of freaked out from? Oh, freaked out. THC? Um, uh, you know, sometimes if if there's been a long lapse and then I come in and do a little too much, you know, like that's I remember sometimes you yeah, have feeling a little like, you know, ill, but man, that's about it. Okay, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. OK. And, and Rob's a big never. So <laughs> good <Never>. for you. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's the thing is self-control. Once you get like your may, consistency may, there. Just freaking out all the time. No <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we could all be freaking out. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true. You know, I, even like that last time that it, it kind of happened to me, um, like I didn't really freak out because I knew that I'm like, this is, you know, I'm in my house. I was trying to make dinner because I needed to make dinner because my wife was coming home. So I was under like pressure to do that, which, which <laughs> did make things a little harder because I was, you know, trying to make dinner. But other than that, though, like I knew, you know, it would be fine in the end. Um, so I guess I've never really had a, a true like freak out moment. The only, I've had a couple of times where I've just taken too much edibles where it's gotten me like to the point where I thought I was going to get sick. But I, I also in the back of my head knew I wasn't. And the first time I just finally ate something because I just ate a bunch of cookies that I made that I had in the freezer. And I went to a concert, My Morning Jacket, Wilco, Bob Weir, and Bob Dylan concert <laughs> in, in Tampa. And uh, I, I ate like maybe three or four cookies. And 
to this day, like I have a hard time eating edibles because of the taste of those cookies after being frozen <laughs> in the freezer. And uh, I ate way too many, but I, we stopped at like a Wendy's on the way home. And I got, got a hamburger and then I felt fine. <laughs> oh, God bless Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> or some nuggets or you just had an empty tummy. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's, uh, wow. That would, okay. make a, that would make a good game show get someone high off their minds and have them do mundane regular shit and watch them freak out <laughs> yeah i mean like if you want to go for like fun freak out stories you got to go into psychedelics then. yeah because yeah, for the most part like we nobody's running up trees like you yeah. know um yeah so i think most people yeah you know hey, hey, you can get over uh, it quick uh, yeah and like i said the last not the it wasn't the last episode we did one of the last episodes we did though god mode um, that's when we talked about the we kind of that was when Jahida told her story of that being down in Turks and Caicos, and uh-huh. then uh, and then yeah I had the, <laughs> the 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 mushroom chocolate bars, uh-huh. which is where we got the name from, um, and that's if you take the entire bar, it's considered God mode. You enter into God <laughs> mode. <laughs> um, but yeah, you could get some some real fun. I mean, we have some funny stories alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Speaking of edibles, Joe sent something over that uh, she wanted to share with us today for our 420 episode. Um, why do white people? Guy. I love this guy so much. Why do white people make their edibles so strong? People make their edibles so strong. What are you running from? Why am I tasting colors? I just wanted to go to Target. now i gotta call somebody to come get me because my car turned into a spaceship and i don't know how to fly it (laughs) i'm not an astronaut (laughs) y'all i'm so high but while i'm next to the man um while i'm sitting right next to him does anybody have any questions for god Because I'm right there. Why do white people make their edibles so strong? <laughs> what are you running from? <laughs> what? So did like somebody dose him or <laughs> which is that the guy like you follow this guy on like TikTok or something? No, it's, it's, every once in a while, somebody will send that to me or it will just randomly pop up in things. It always makes me laugh when it does. I watch it every single time I find it. <laughs> that, it just that the uh, the video. If you want, see if you can find it on YouTube quick. The Grandma Dabs video. Have, have you ever yes. seen this? Grandma, this is a great. This is a great video. Um, so you said oh you goodness. you you took some edibles tonight. What what did you have? Who me? Yeah, you. Um, I got some edibles from this website. Oh boy! Called um, Kush Queen. <laughs> They're not bad. <laughs> okay. Are they the the not Delta? Delta Nine. The Delta Nine. So okay. Yeah, Delta Nine CBD kind of duo. Rob, what's... my tolerance is really low, yeah. so any sort of edible okay. I can like make ride that's, for a really. That's long what time. I was going to say. Yeah, Rob, what are your thoughts on the whole Delta Nine? phenomenon you know i'm not really that knowledgeable of delta nine i have a really well-respected friend who is and he he swears by it but it's not going to be strong enough for exactly me. yeah right. we were we were at some like uh i don't know it was a flea market or something up in the far reaches of wayne county a couple weeks ago 
<laughs> and uh <laughs> The, in this, it was this really actually cool building. It was like this big multi-purpose building that they had like, you could use basketball in there. They had like, all it was tiled floor, not like linoleum tile, not like hardwood floor. But they had a stage in there and it was cool. Anyway, but there was a guy who had like his whole table set up with all of his stuff. And, you know, they come up like, oh, you know, this is this is the real stuff. And I'm like, and I just kind of laugh at them. I feel bad, but it's just a natural reaction. <laughs> I'm like, it's not quite the real stuff. But like, uh, uh, you know, they, they try to sell me on it. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm like, I got I got my medical card. I'm like, this stuff's not going to do anything for me. But it, but Jahida, it, it does because her tolerance yeah. is so low. Uh, so I like going to Froggy Days over in Narrowsburg, New York twice a year uh, i gotta figure out how to get over there and not have to pay for the festival um because there's this great vendor there called my stoner friends they're from massachusetts <laughs> um and every year that's where i get the magic mushroom bars uh, right, but i okay. also uh stock up on some lollipops for jahida they have like 50 milligram lollipops and they sell them for five bucks <laughs> wow and we lost joe um i don't know what happened to her so uh yeah. Internet. <laughs> uh, so while we were talking to her about her edible dish, oh, she told us, yeah. So the Delta Nine, Delta Nine. Um, so uh, let's, that was such garbage, man. So you, yeah, so such garbage. Well, so now we've got three, we've got four people on you. I don't know how your tolerance is these days. It's I keep it low and slow, low and slow. Yeah, just like a slow cooker. Yeah, <laughs> just like you're cooking a nice pork roast. <laughs> you may, uh, you remember, <laughs> remember the uh, the later seasons of uh, Trailer Park Boys when Leahy just he's always has the um the 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 um, alcohol meter. Oh yeah, and he just keeps that at a certain level. He's like, if I just don't go above it, but keep it higher than this. If I just keep it in the zone, um, that's I think that's the way that, that's the way to live life. <laughs> so yeah, so we've got enough people in here. I think that I don't know. Yeah, Delta Nine. It would be interesting to know, know if it would do anything for you. Yeah. I don't, so is it is it something that's particularly weak or like what, what, yeah? So what's what's its deal? So it's it's legal as part of the whole hemp bill. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I see. So yeah. there, but I, I I don't know exactly how it's it's rob do you understand like it's because it's not actually thc it's another part of the plant that gives the effect of thc is that how it works yeah i don't know that much about it i just know that it basically skirts the schedule one designation of marijuana and that's really what it's all about yeah so uh i mean my marijuana doctor that's what i call him it's the guy who writes my my uh, gave me wrote this script for my medical card he says we're just beginning to understand the power of cannabinoids just beginning and he said it's the closest thing cannabinoids to a fountain of youth that we can find on this planet and so now you're starting to see in my lifetime i never thought i mean we're i i started smoking in the 70s and all we had a choice from then was Mexican and homegrown, pretty much. <laughs> unless, unless you're into some designer weeds, which was going to be Acapulco Gold or uh, Mau- Maui Waui. Or, <laughs> Those classic uh, strains, man. And hash oil. That was a particularly <laughs> nice treat. But um, today, we have the ability, because the research, the basic research is starting to be done, it still hasn't been done at universities because marijuana is scheduled yeah, as a schedule, schedule yeah. one controlled substance. But we're starting to reap the benefits of research, breaking apart this compound into CBD, CBG, THC, and there's more to come. So uh, 
Delta nine. Sure. There's room for Delta nine for people who want to take baby steps. Sure. Yeah. Rob, did you ever think that in your lifetime that we would see legalization happening in the United States like the way it is? Uh, absolutely not. It's, it's what I lived for, for much of my adult life. I kept it very secret when I was a professor. Well, not super secret, but uh, my wife wanted me not to be so open. And since I've retired, gone full blown and I have my marijuana as doxa lecture series. Doxa is an academic word used to describe knowledge that we assume to be true, but it's not. It just doesn't get talked about. It's out of our purview of critical thinking. So it gets accepted. Examples include racism, asbestos in your house, and you can even say religion. So marijuana is another one of those. I have a lecture series on doxa, and then I also have a documentary series, and then I have my, my weed apparel business. Uh, none of these things, to answer your question directly, Mark, that I ever think would be possible. I, I knew that I was ahead of the law. I'm not making myself out to be uh, like I saw what other people didn't see. There were plenty of people like me who knew that weed was was beneficial, not, not just not harmful, was beneficial. Uh, but we never thought that we would start to see um, the repeal of the law go as fast as it's going. It's still going too slowly, but it's still going fast. You know, I was going to Amsterdam um, in the 80s, and I was going to Christiana, which is another place in the world in Copenhagen, Mark, where, where uh, weed, hashish actually is, is legal. And I knew that those places, they were leading the way. Like Amsterdam really did a big gutsy move when they opened coffee shops right in the middle of Amsterdam and allowed no, no alcohol to be sold. But here we are today, Pennsylvania, looking at recreational. We, I was in Washington, D.C. last week, and I had a lunch break on my job. And uh, what I did was I called a, a, a courier and the courier delivered weed to me yeah. on the mall of Washington, yeah. D.C. And it was completely legal. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm so glad I lived this long to see these changes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my brother was just down in, uh, in Belmar a couple of weeks ago, Joe, um, visiting Jamie uh, from, uh, from the Victory Drive. And, of course, now weed is legal in Jersey. Um, and you can get it delivered. Although it's like one of those things where you have to do it cer a certain way to make it legal, to kind of skirt the law. Um, but like, it, and I forgot the name of the, the, the delivery service, but the prices seemed very reasonable. And like, if you ordered certain things, they threw in free extras and then, yeah, they deliver mm -hmm. it to your door. It's just like, you know, I, like I, I, I so wanted to go to a dispensary today because it was four twenty, but I had, would have to drive to Scranton, which is like 45 minutes away and then just stand in lines <laughs> And I just, it, I didn't want to do it. But if, if we had a dispensary in like Milford or. Well, in the, in the world that I envision, which is part of my lecture series, Marijuana as Doxa, you would be driving to your local pharmacy or your local convenience store and it would be right next to donuts and coffee. Yeah. And that's, that's where, and, that's the, where the, that's where we are headed, but we just have an incredible amount of uh, backward knowledge to overcome. But. To get it to the point where it's in your local market next to the donuts and everything, wouldn't that almost be predicated on it being basically like big marijuana running it, like big tobacco, you know, it'd be big corporations to, to have that power to get it in, like to have it in your grocery stores, right? Or you think... 
Yeah, you're probably right. It doesn't mean, I mean, you go to a grocery store now, you can still buy locally sourced strawberries. So it's not only the the big um, uh, Del Monte's and other fruit manufacturers that are controlling everything in the store. But, but right I, will, now, Chris, I will say though, but if you're looking at the market, you're looking at weed being dominated by Cure Leaf or True Leaf by um, uh, Jushi is another yep. big one. You know the, the market is—it's already uh, yeah. You have I, decreased competition. I, def- I definitely think there's a room for like even even with big names to have like boutique, you know, um, artisan. You know, they'll they'll market it however they want. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely still oh, see yeah. small um, local homegrown stuff but, still being a part of that market. But I'm saying small like, but like in like like here, right? Like so, you know, if you're living in like a larger place, like. You know, in Tampa or even, you know, Stroudsburg, close to the Lehigh Valley or whatever, it's obviously much more built up in, you know, than, than the really rural area where I am. So we have like our grocery store and it's Weiss. And I, you know, I think like you, it, it's kind of standard, you know, it's they bring in, you know, the bare minimum and what they need to, you know, for, for our area and kind of call it a day. So I think that's something that I don't know where I don't see that opportunity in so much in like a smaller location. Like, and that's what we really need. We need something close by. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's not, you know, it, it depends if, if there is a, you know, a, a, a farm, you know, it's a farm stand. It used to be an outdoor thing and then they kind of bought some space in an old shopping plaza. And so now they sell indoors. So something like that, if yeah, if the right bills were in place where you could grow and cultivate like that, then I could see. First of all, I think you'd have a lot of people who do vegetables would would do weed. <laughs> if and if you could sell it like at a farmers market or you know in your your farm market store. Quite honestly, that's probably the the next big move, and it'll just be everybody growing it themselves. I mean, people grow their own tomatoes. Why not grow a weed plant and that being you know. Yeah, but to me, it's not like big produce is, is you know, raking in on tomatoes. Like, there's <laughs> going to be people pushing, you know, fighting against home grow. For, I mean, yeah. it's already happening where it is legal. Yeah. Um, but if you All get if you get big companies into it, possible. exactly. So I think, yeah. uh, you know. But they're also the ones that are going to push mass uh, adoption because of it, right? So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. They're going to push the mass adoption, get it to where all that type of stuff can happen, and then people are going to fight and be able to do their own homegrown. Yeah, right? or there'll be so, very strict limits, like you know, one plant or something. Um, yeah, to keep it so you know you're still kind of relying on them, but you can't knock them out by supplying your neighborhood or something. I don't know. What is adoption? A what adoption? This is Edith. Yes. What is adoption? What does that mean? In the world of cannabis, just adopted as regular society, just like cigarettes and beer and stuff is just adopted in, in main society. Oh, adapting, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it's just weird to think that like kids growing up today will never know like the uncomfortable feeling of meeting some sketchy guy in a <laughs> in a in a di- motel, in a diner parking lot, making small chit chat with him, and then slowly sliding him a paper bag full of money, and he'll sl- hand you a bag that reeks of shit, and uh, and then uh, my- carefully driving home. Yeah, I think I think that's a my uh, only my <laughs> only connection when I first moved to Stroudsburg was was a, Mark a guy a guy who like who liked to cross dress. And his name was actually Mark Dresser. (laughs) And every time I go to buy, I had to go through his his routine 
<laughs> uh, the, the things we do for the ones we love. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, you know, I don't care, but you know, when you, when you want weed, yeah. you kind of just want to get in and out. Things we do. I mean, I was, I, I kind of became so lucky when I got down to Florida. Like at that, when I first moved down, like I still had a very low tolerance and I remember like I've moved down there with like nothing and had nothing. Then I came home for the holidays and brought like a quarter ounce back with me from my, that I got from my brother. And I, I made that last a <laughs> while. And then um, uh, I f- my girlfriend at the time, uh, she had a friend that, you know, was able to get some. So I got like an eighth and, that, and then I had that for a while. And then like I just had nothing. And then we move into our uh, move into the house I built or had built and met um that's when i ended up meeting special k through other friends of ours and so i was able to start to get some from him here or there but a lot of time like his guy went dry so we had nothing and then i met my meat guy (laughs) 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 like actually well i met the meat guy like the day we closed on the house like we were working on the house he came and like uh, you know he said here's some welcome meat (laughs) well he, he sold us meat and he was our meat guy for like probably like six eight months or whatever and for christmas the one year uh my ex-wife got me an ounce an eighth of weed and i'm like i'm like where did you get this where did you get this (laughs) she finally told me and i'm like oh that makes sense (laughs) so then like the next time he came by um like he came by sold us a meat or whatever Uh, it was great like it was awesome (laughs) sold us a meat or whatever (laughs) Like it was great. Buy steaks, shrimp, lobster tails. He had all kinds of shit. Uh, I don't know, Junior probably even ate some of it at one point when we were doing podcast because we still had a bunch in the freezer. Um, so anyway, he nice. like dropped off the meat or whatever. We paid him, and uh, he takes out a little jar and takes out a little nug and sets it on the counter. He's like, "Here, this is for you." I was like, "Nice." And then like from there on, like I I had a plug and I had a plug till the day I left. And but it was great. Like it, it got to the point. and me. It got to the point, especially after like I stopped working and was like consuming like daily, as you know I was doing my own thing. Uh, like I, I didn't even have to like. It'd just be like every two weeks he texts me. He's like, um, he's like, you know, just let me know what day. And he'd come <laughs> over with with a quarter, uh, you know, or I buy more if I was gonna do you know make edibles or something, or and then I you know got a couple cards from here or there. But yeah, he was he was he was solid. He actually was the one who introduced me to dabbing originally. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, uh, before before Special K really got me into it. Uh-huh. Um, but speaking of dabbing, I know we we brought this up a little a couple minutes ago. I wanted to play this. This was this is a hilarious video. Um, Joe likes that other guy. I prefer uh, Dabby Grandma here. Get your troubles, come on, get stony. We're gonna dab all the Oh, this isn't the same away. one, but this this is just as good. Hallelujah, come on, get high. Grandma, Man, she's got a rig, dude. We made it to Friday. I'm gonna do a dab of some Lika melon berries, and then I'm off to the airport. You go, girl. <laughs> Wait, did she say that she's going to go to the airport? <laughs> Was that like a... Oh, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's not done. She's not... Grandma's wow. amazing. 
Grandma's wild. That's good stuff. See you later. Wow. <laughs> look, she set up a YouTube channel and everything for that. <laughs> go, go back to the search thing and look, um, do uh, Grandma Yabba Dabba. Oh boy. Do. And mom. She kind of looks like my old um, art teacher from middle school. <laughs> oh, I have a sound clip. I have, a, I have a, a sound clip for that, but I don't know where it is. Any of these look uh, like Grandma, it? that's uh, that one? one's right there. This is All a great right. one. We've played this before. Dieter brought this to us a couple of years ago. But this is this is the way to wake up every day, by the way. Uh, sound here. Oh, oh she yeah. is cute. Uh, restart it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Yabba dabba dabba doozy. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. And here's a little yabba dabba dabba doozy. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's not quite right, is it? Oh. And I shouldn't be doing that first thing in the morning. <laughs> I won't be able to do my wake and bake. Dabbity 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 do. Go out. Be awesome. Be the best you you know how. And drop those pebbles of positivity. Oh my god, I love these people. <laughs> She looks like she should be cooking cookies. Yabba dabba delicious. Right? She's like a regular old grandma. She is a pro. She is. This is my kind of grandma, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Peace. <laughs> many, many blessings. Remember, you're freaking awesome. Yay. The, the fact that you can go on YouTube and just type grandma dabs, and there is a large collection of videos from different grandmas is fucking amazing. <laughs> it is. How cool is that? Any who uh who's who's dabbed here? Me, you? Edith. Yeah, have yeah. we dabbed together? I can't remember. No, no. We ne- we had got to. We've got to though. Yeah, you gotta get up to Pennsylvania before you go to New Mexico. Oh my God, I know it. <laughs> it's a little closer to come from Florida than it. New Mexico. Are you guys gonna come visit me uh, in New Mexico? Yeah. In the desert? Yeah, I don't know. Is that a is that the a mountains. Is that another right wing lunatic state? Uh Joe, have you ever dabbed? No. No. Junior? Right? Yes. It's nice. Uh pretty certain I think. I think maybe with special K back in the day. Or even with me nice up here K, over the last two Christmases you came oh, up, maybe? <laughs> might have been. Mark, you? Might have been. We might have. I don't do these crazy contraptions with all these fucking ar- 12 arms. No, and like, I just have you gotta have an engineering pipe. degree to, to use it. I'm old school. Mark just, <laughs> Mark just prefers to take a take a can and just poke a hole oh, in it. Oh, yeah. I have fruit. That's, fruit's my number one. <laughs> oh, we did have... Uh, remember that one, uh, one year? Uh, I think it was that first year I moved away and came back for... Thanksgiving or Christmas and Dieter came over mm. and we brought Danny's like accordion thing over. Accordion thing? Yes, yeah, he made it out of a uh, uh, thing. You, you pull it out and it I do fills up that. and then you push it together and it <laughs> forces and, and it made Dieter so sick he threw up in his hand. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, that's disgusting. It was, it, <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, Dieter. So, that does not sound like a as I laugh, Rob, as I have laugh. you ever have you ever done the the dabs or wax or those those concentrates? No, I haven't done dab, but I've done concentrates. Yeah, quite a bit. I like. Uh, I tell you, one of the the tastiest uh, ones I ever got. I like to buy. I just have a uh, what do they call it? The honey straw or something, whatever. It's or a nectar collector. Um, so it's a 
it's a it's got it's made out of silicone uh it's got a, a glass piece in the middle you can actually put water in it so it's got a little bubbler and then you you use a like a butane torch uh, that you used to, you know, in fancy restaurants to make your dinners or your desserts look nice. Um, your flambe. Yeah, your flambe. <laughs> you, uh, you heat up the thing and then you just put it, you know, you, I, you know, the dabs come in like the concentrates come in these little jars, you know, they're little grams. So they're only about this big. Um, so I just put it in there and you get a little and you fill it up and, and inhale it. Um, I bought like the, it was actually maybe the first one I ever bought was pineapple express. And that was the tastiest that I've I've had out of any of the concentrates I bought. And I buy a lot of I like um a lot of uh, it's either butter or batter, and it's DD not TT. Um, and that's that works better for these things because if you have like like the there's like live sand they call it or sugar, uh, that doesn't really work with these too well because when you kind of suck it up, you just end up sucking the things right up and they sit they melt and just sit in the. Uh, in the one chamber and you kind of waste it but the butter or batter is nice it works great for these nectar collectors uh and that stuff was so tasty and i love it because i love the movie pineapple express so <laughs> See, man, all these 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 chambers and oh no man that's, yeah it sounds like a lot of work by the way pineapple express I, was was that actually created from the movie does anybody know or did that strain exist before the movie i've heard both ways I, I have well, no pineapple. Like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> <laughs> pineapple Express used to refer to a weather system that came in from Hawaii and destroyed the Northern California coast. That's when I first started heard, hearing it used. So, but you've been uh, been in the cannabis game for a long time. So, do you know? Do you remember it being a strain out there prior to two thousand and eight? Definitely not. Okay, so. And I and, and the song, the soundtrack, mm-hmm. um, was actually by Huey Lewis. Was actually written for the movie as well. It was like one of the last like new songs he wrote. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Before, because he's got what men in me. He's got some horrible disease. He can't sing anymore or something. Uh, or yeah. like attacks his no vocal shit. cords. Yeah, I think I've heard oh, something about that. Starts with an M. I know Jada knows the name of it. Mm. Um, so yeah, like he doesn't perform anymore. He. Here, mm. here he just goes uh, fishing with Jimmy Kimmel. Like, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel's like his best friend. They hang really? out and go fishing. Yeah, the dabs to me are almost kind of like um, when you do vaping uh, for the first time, but you like you're vaping the um, not the not the liquid vape, but you're vaping the flowers. Okay, if you ever tried that, yeah, it is very much. It kind of um, it's like a fruity pebble taste. Is what it reminds me of. Well, yeah. Well, the, the, the dabs can depend on the different strain too. You'll get a different taste with the different strains. Um, like I had mm. one that was called uh, banana, banana mania or something, and it like truly tasted like bananas. That one that's was so wild. Yeah, it was. It was really good. <laughs> I like busting out the one that's like ninety eight percent THC and letting somebody hit that for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> So yeah, it's the create the the THC levels are are insane on those. Um, what, what do you got here, Mark? So uh, yeah, I, um, I just happened to run across. There's a, of course a ton of 420 advertising today, but uh, consequence of sound uh, had something pop up. The top top fifty the fifty best weed albums of all time. Um, and uh, yeah, I shared with the group. Maybe we could focus on like the top ten. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a ton of them here. Like you know, like well, I mean, and you know, like Warren G. Regulate. You know, you know. <laughs> um, oh, so Ween, 
Neil Neil yeah. Young, number thirty three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Yeah, so basically, I was just Bring thinking, you know, up. what if there was any uh, when you think of the 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 perfect album to listen to, baked. What 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 is your number one uh, um, album or or you know top three? I guess that would be under our favorite music to four twenty two. So let's let's get our get our little list in. So yeah, let's. Uh, you want to do the top ten? Yeah, and then uh, then we'll just uh, kind of throw out like All yeah, your right. favorite like top top one or two to three, but not ten. Number ten, I don't, I don't Casey Musgraves, what? Golden Hour. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, is she a country chick? She's kind of like you know, like a you know, outlaw country, I guess. So I, it, there must be some pro weed, you know, songs in there. Sleep, dope smoke, dope smoker. <laughs> anybody? <laughs> never, never heard of them. Yeah, it's a pretentious uh, a website. Mad villainy, mad villainy. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, uh, a mad villain. I don't. Uh, okay. Finally, Be- one I've heard of the Beatles revolver. Um, number uh, six, Pink Floyd. I, I always think that this is like the shoe in for like number one, you know, psychedelics or weed uh, albums. You know, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Yes, they have it here at number six. Uh, number five, okay, Bob Marley and the Whalers, Exodus. That's a good choice. That's fair, fair above it. Electric Wizard, Dope Throne. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, this is this is one of those websites that just covers so many, um, you know, such a wide <laughs> like, variety of musical Satan genres. Satan is smoking a bong on the cover. It's yeah. got to be on there just because of the cover. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, this is probably one of those like crazy, um, oh. you know, it was recorded under the quote influence of a uh, influence of quote copious amounts of weed and booze. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so okay, oh, flaming lips. Number three, flaming lips. But uh, Yoshimi battles the pink robots. I, stay, I I love that album, but I think I yeah, you're right. I think Dark Side needs to be above all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wu Tang Clan, Enter the Wu Tang. I mean, a fine choice. <laughs> and number one, Black Sabbath, Master of Reality. I mean, I, I for me, you could pick just about any Black Sabbath album on the first like three or four. And I think I think they're uh, they're like the. You could pick any, just out of the first three or four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, no, uh, no Rolling Stones on the on the the top ten there. Do you do, do you know all music sounds better with weed? So if you ask, what's my favorite album? It's the one that I'm listening to. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Yep. You no, know, but I'll tell you what. A great stoner tune which got lost in the last forty years is lost due to incompetence. Lost Due to Incompetence is by the artist called Yesca, which is an old Spanish word for weed. And it was the theme song uh, for uh, Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke when they're driving the van. Okay. A lot of people forget about that song. That's a total stoner song. All right. Well, we're going to, we'll put this, we'll kind of pull this list. We'll pull this list together and we'll, uh, we'll have it in the, uh, in the, not the comments, in the description, I guess, however you. Whatever you say, liner notes. Mm. I don't know. That's really an album thing. Um, okay, so, in the description. So, uh, Junior, what about you? I don't have a go-to stoner. I mean, because it, it all depends on my mood, not on you know the substance on what I'm listening to, really. But uh, as far as like a quote-unquote stoner, uh, I don't know about album, but um, slightly stupid. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. is the name of the group. Yep. Yeah. Do like reggae music? Some more like cool one to listen to. Some more like upbeat kind of dancing like stuff rather than like kind of sink into your yeah, couch I mean, kind of music. Ideally, you'd like to just be something to kind of pump you up yeah. and stuff like that. Don't want to be a downer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, Joe, oh, wait till you hear my list. 
<laughs> you know, I don't think I have a, a particular album. I think it would come down to me listening to like a particular artist. Okay. Depending on what I was in the mood in or like genre. But I would just let, I just usually let something run. You just like if I'm kind of high cleaning the house, I just hit Spotify and just let it shuffle. Nice. What about, what about you, Edith? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm eating. <laughs> Nobody knew that until you said something. We caught you in mid-bite. Like, we're exactly. <laughs> but I do have a list. I really do. And I listened to Armin Van Buren. Okay, so and he is, he's a DJ. And um, they, he has a lot of uh, channels on YouTube. And I mostly just listen to the same beat, no words or um, like meditation, high vibing music. Music that changes every eight bars. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's EDM yep. music. I, yeah. I mean, I, rule. I, I got really actually, Jesus fucking Christ, it's 4-1 Rangers. God, I can't believe the devils are <laughs> shit in the bed after the season I had. Um, We've got a hockey game on two TVs over here so I can see it. <laughs> um, Multitasking. Um, Edith, is that like Enigma? Is that that type of music? Yeah, that's similar, yeah. Yeah, okay. but like Martin Van Buren, uh, what was his? He had a big song a number of years ago. Um, but it's like definitely more like EDM, kind of along that David Guetta, um, you know, that type of, that type of genre. Um, yeah, I... You know, who got me really kind of into EDM for a while was actually Special K because he was really into it. And we'd listen to it all yeah. the time, and he had me use it in all of his videos I did for him. Um, like we'd use Marshmallow and stuff. <laughs> like, by the way, Marshmallow Raymond loves the title, the first track off of uh, Marshmallow's album uh, Joy Time, uh, which is called Every Everybody Knows Me. And like he was singing it the other day when he was getting on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I. It, I'm going to take one quick tangent here and then we'll go right back. I'm sitting, we're sitting in the, in the the family room the other day watching TV and this actually might've been last Friday after I took a couple of RSO caps and like Raymond's playing around on his iPad and he found, I forgot what song he found. And I sit there and I, I, I look at that and I'm like, it's so cool. Number one that like, he just, he has the entire world of music at his fingertips to discover all of these different genres. Like growing up, my music was obviously very influenced by by my. Uh, I'm gonna run all thanks for having me. Happy holidays. All right, Rob just signed off. Rob, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it was a pleasure speaking to you again. Hopefully, I will see you this weekend. I was just amazed having it. He just has a world of music at his fingertips, and we're like me, like. It wasn't until I got into college and like file sharing became a thing mm -hmm. uh, that I was really able to kind of branch out. I'm a huge like Grateful Dead fan now, but I didn't really get into that until college when I was actually able to get the music because what? like growing up, like, you know, I knew like trucking and friend of the devil because they were on the radio and, and uh, uh, I will get by uh, uh, glory gainer. No. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Touch of gray. Touch of gray. Survive. Touch of gray. Um, but like my grand, my parents weren't into that. My mom was into like it was like oldies music and then country music. And I, I did get an appreciation for like old school country, like Conway Twitty and mm -hmm. Johnny Cash and shit. Um, 
Like I, just, I can't stand like the new the 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 twi- pop music with the twang. Yeah. It's just not for me. I'm sorry. I just uh, remember like when you had twelve dollars to buy a CD, you had to be so selective yeah. and like. Or you could buy a get. couple of singles. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. 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 But too. then if you were buying singles, though, you're buying just shit you heard on the radio. Right, that's you already all know it's in single yeah. form. Like, I remember that was like an investment. Like, you had to be so, you know, stingy with like what you ended yeah. up picking. And like, yeah, like now you just pull everything until you, out. Until you get to college and you get a bunch of credit cards thrown at you and then you can go <laughs> and buy all the CDs you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then a year later, file sharing's a thing. And mm-hmm. <laughs> while it took right. 45 days to burn a CD, it felt like. <laughs> at like half X. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you had like, you could find maybe, and it took four days to download the music. Um, yeah, you could, you know, I, that kind of just took off and I got involved in the radio and everything. So that's really when I kind of opened up this huge thing. But growing up though, like I have this huge knowledge of like oldies music and stuff. Cause I, I grew up listening to, it. I was listening to something the other day and it just, it, it kind of put a smile on my face. Cause it reminded me of like my parents, you know, and my dad had like Chicago nine, Chicago's greatest hits. And like I'd like new Chicago is like you're the inspiration and all the garbage they put on the radio, and then like our mm. band director said he's like no you got you got to listen to their old stuff I'm like oh I think my dad has a tape and I put it in, and I was just like holy shit this is the best stuff I've ever heard, and I was immediately hooked I wore that fucking tape out, <laughs> so and like my dad would listen to like Dire Straits and John Fogerty so like he kind of had that vibe and my mom had this vibe and but that's how but now Raymond's like into all of this stuff. Yeah, no, it it is. It like, is, is it, it's do almost, you find the same with 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 your sons? Yeah, I mean, it, it is it is amazing. Yeah, like how much access they have to to, to everything. Yeah, to to all this music yeah. and to everything. I, it does. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like an old man yelling at the clouds. Does it does it like does it take away from like that magic of discovering? You know. Well, yeah, I I, I guess. And like, because because for us that magic was at such a later step in life when you could appreciate it more. Yeah, like does limited access oh. make it more? I don't know. Maybe it makes it you invest more into it, so you really get more depth into what you're listening. So it's it's about you know uh, qu- quality rather than quantity. Instead of listening to everything and just sort of listening to it on the surface, you're required. To, you know, this is all you you spent that twelve dollars. You're gonna listen to every fucking song, and yeah. you know, like you really sort of uh, you know invest more into it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an old I, man. I, you know, I mean, that's a, a valid point. Um, I, I, I agree with you there, but I, I, it's just that being said, I, I think it, I think it is better to have access to everything. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think I think thinking back now as a kid, I I would have just drooled over the thing. Yeah, like, just like we did when, when file sharing came out. When I was Raymond's age, I was listening to the fucking chipmunks singing like (laughs) Betty Davis (laughs) eyes. And like, that was the fucking music I had, you know, like I said, and then I found new kids on the block and then I was like, holy shit. (laughs) And, 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 but other than that though, it was like, and then like Mariah Carey, my first CD was, was Mariah Carey. Mm. Um, like her first CD. And it was, I had started I, a long love affair. I, I had, <laughs> uh, my parents took me to get a CD, bur- CD player for my birthday. We went to Sugarman's up the Einen. Um, <laughs> and they're like, you get a CD, you, you get a CD player and you can get one CD. <laughs> so like, here I am, the CD player. To Mark's point, you got to make that choice count. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, it's your only CD. Like I didn't have a job. Like I wasn't gonna get another CD until somebody bought me another CD. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so so like, birthday comes around, I, and I my my mom didn't have a CD player yet, so mm-hmm. I was the first one to have the CD player. So it's not like I could borrow a CD. That was it. Yeah. 
So I had in my hand, one hand, I had New Kids on the Block step by step, and the other, I had Mariah Carey's debut album. Uh-huh. And I chose the Mariah Carey album. <laughs> Of the two, that is the right one, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, although Step by Step was a good album. It was a good song, yeah. And, and uh, you know, <laughs> did, didn't, didn't we do some karaoke? Didn't I do some New Kids karaoke this year at the Holiday Party, Junior? <laughs> you you might have. I think I might have did Step by Step. <laughs> I did, no, I did Cover Girl. And that's on the Hanging Tough album. I know this stuff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So I take it you bought Dude, both their insane. CDs? Uh, well, eventually I had all of them. Yeah. I, I had tapes. I had a lot of the tapes. Mm-hmm. So uh, Yeah, that's what I remember, tapes. I don't remember buying my first CD. My first tape, I think, was uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh. It was, the, I forget the name of the album, but it's where I had, it was It was a drawn character, and he was, I think, on top of the dog house. Yeah, it was his first album. It was Doggy Style. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was his first one. That was the first tape I ever bought. The f- I remember going into the mall with my buddies and picking it up and no one questioning me buying it at all. <laughs> I bought, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I bought, I, I probably didn't buy it myself. My parents probably bought it for me and not really noticing, what, knowing what it was. LL Cool J's radio. <laughs> and so here I am as a young kid where my cousin is, uh, is uh, up from Jersey one day like well, the whole family was and my cousin and I are out on the porch listening to this on like our boom box and my aunt comes out and hears it and she takes the tape out she breaks it in half and tries to flush <laughs> it down the toilet <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so I lost That's my reaction I lost my copy of LL Cool J's radio ah. in like 1986 <laughs> When um, uh, right before I moved, um, you know, before you move, you sort of like sell a lot of stuff you don't need. I ended up selling an amp, and uh, this guy came by. I was an older guy, and uh, he's the, playing. Obviously, not the amp you gave me. Oh, one of your guitar amps or your guitar amp? One of my guitar amps. Yeah, okay. the uh, yeah. Um, and uh, I so the guy, you didn't offer that to me. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. You could have bought it off. And I wasn't giving it to you. <laughs> um, so this guy comes over and he's in. A, he says, you know, he's in a band and like he has one already, but he wants another one to do a sound. And, and we're talking a little bit. He's a good player, you know, plays, you know, a couple things and um, checks the amp out, likes it. And he mentions that his uh, I think he said his I think he said his cousin or maybe his brother is in the industry. And he go, like, oh, you know, who is he? he goes, ah, you probably never heard of him. Uh, he goes, his name is Mark Slaughter. Do you know who that? Do you remember the band Slaughter from the eighties? Yeah. So yeah, that, that was the lead singer. His name was Mark Slaughter, and uh, so I said, I said I absolutely remember I mean, them. I don't know if I remember in their music, but I remember the T-shirt. Fly to the Angels was like their big ballad, and I think they had one Didn't other Beavis song. Did wear one of the shirts? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I feel like I feel like the shirt was. Anyway, yeah. So, um, so I told him. I said, "Well, listen. You go home and tell Mark that you bought this amp off of a guy who, um, his I, masturbated I to him." I don't know. <laughs> 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 that, no, that, that, really, that really thrown for a loop. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm sure he's been told that before. Um, that it, my, I think that was the first cassette I ever got, and I, I conned my grandmother, my grandma Kurtz, into buying me the cassette. And I had to be like, "No, grandma, they're not satanic. Like Slaughter's just a name. Like they're, they're cool. They're, mom, my mom would not have a problem with you getting this for me." So oh my yeah, God, that's hilarious. So I think that might have been what my first cassette might have been. Uh, yeah, might have been Slaughter. Wow, that's hilarious. Um, Fly to the angels. <laughs> all right, so all right. Well, probably everybody else went on their their question. 
I mean, Mark, I'm going to do it. Oh, uh, Stoner album. So, yeah, I, you know, I sort of agree with Rob a little bit that, you know, it's sort of like whatever you're sort of listening to. But if if I were to think like, oh, I'm, you know, if, if I were to think of, oh, I'm going to have to pull something out because, you know, I want to match the mood, it would probably be something like um, like like Neil Young Harvest was on. I think that was a good pick. Um, what else? Um, <laughs> I mean. Black Sabbath too, another another right. good pick, a little you know, a little more intense. Um, I, I thought um, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot by Wilco, I think would have been is a good pick. See, to me, the Wilco album I would put on that uh-huh. is, and I think it's one of your least favorite. Oh. Sky Blue Sky, yeah, yeah, that's one I kind of got out of them. I f- and that got me into them. Yeah, interesting. I'll, I'll have to give it another try. I absolutely fucking love that album, uh-huh. and I remember many, you know, it's. It, to me, again, now I think it's more of, to that point, whatever I'm kind of listening to. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, look, I'm a graphic designer. I, I sit at my desk. I create logos, T-shirts, whatever. I smoke pot while I do it. Like, and I'm listening to music or I'm watching, you know, TV, you know, catching up on like just binging through shows that I've seen or I've seen part of. Finally got through all of Curb. Only took oh, me nice. like seven years to get through that. <laughs> and then I started to embark on a recently on Family Guy. And I, I just got through whatever season I got to. And I looked up. I'm like, oh, God damn it. I still have another 11 years of this show to watch. <laughs> I got to find some shorter shows to watch. <laughs> that shows that have run 10, 11 seasons. Um, but I will say I, I can actually remember back. I mean, there's a very specific time. I can remember too in, in my life when uh, I feel like we'd had the most influence on what I was listening to and everything. And that was basically like the year maybe prior to me moving to Florida. And then in like my first year of being in Florida, it was just like one window right there. And I don't know what, what it was, but I like, I was starting to be able to get like, we'd kind of consistently hear from through Danny Mm-hmm. Of all people, <laughs> my little brother. <laughs> um, um, and then when now when I moved, I, I had limited supply for for a little while. But I also that's when I started, and this is going to lead into my answer. Um, that's when I started getting into like doing my own my own like uh, like down tempo electronic music, and I started that whole Questa mm-hmm. project. Mm-hmm. And like I remember, like when I first got some weed, then when I came back after the holidays down in Tampa, and I set up on my little like breakfast, you know, or the bar counter table in my my tiny apartment, and I had my laptop, and I had my little Korg and an interface for it, and I using I think Reason at the time, mm-hmm. and just started like doing loops and sounds and and like trying to remember like some music theory stuff so I could do things the right way and I just kind of got into it and it was I would just sit there for hours in like a dark apartment with a lava lamp next to me and my computer and just be tranced out just smoking and uh, and spending hours on it and putting together these songs that I still listen to today and really enjoy mm, yeah. so it kind of got me into where my especially during that time and I still will do it today my preferred like I will say genres I really enjoy like down tempo trip hop and you kind of got me into that mm-hmm. yeah and you were phase. doing some of that too yeah mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. I actually have a couple your three of your songs in my music library mm-hmm. yeah yeah autumn what was it called uh, autumn uh, autumn and Auburn autumn and Auburn mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think I went through a phase like that too yeah 
<laughs> I just think it's such it's and I love like Sirius X well I used to love XM Chill mm-hmm. when Sirius took over and they I don't like the channel as much anymore but like that was always a great channel too and I would put that on and I would like smoke and go to bed and just like fall asleep to that and I'll you know still do that from time to time now mm-hmm. but yeah now I can listen to Jesus Christ five to one I can listen to you know kind of just about anything and, mm-hmm. and be content yeah so all right, let's, uh, in an effort to move this along, because I thought we'd be done by now, for those of you guys on here still, we are going to do a Schmuck Files, which we have not done in fucking forever. So give me a second to find the bumper. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's time for the Schmuck Files. Schmuck Files. Files. What am I, a schmuck on wheel? We look at all the stable geniuses that grace the planet. We call her. Huh? They're calling her a serial pooper. Oh, the grown man that just went to the bathroom behind the bleachers. <laughs> a woman accused of DUI on a horse is speaking out. Get the cold coffee. Go there. I meet with my attorneys there. Defecating on the school's track every day. Right here on the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. Better to be king for a night than schmuck for a lifetime. <laughs> So this first thing, what was it? Is Yakety Sax public domain? No. <laughs> Neither is all the uh, <laughs> clips of, uh, what's his face? Time all right, for the ridiculous. All right, pause this and for a second. We're adding a all veritable right. cornucopia. I, I will say we actually did this uh, two years ago on this episode. I realized that as I was listening to this today, but this includes the phone call that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, uh, it's only two and a half minutes. Anderson Cooper did this 10 years ago. And this was his uh, marijuana smokers call 911 with amusing results. And it kind of makes it sound like Anderson does not like pot. <laughs> Faking. Interest 911 calls. Now, the most recent being just this week, police were called to a house just off the University of Maryland campus. Three masked men allegedly broke into the house where police say five college students live. Now, one of the students called 911, and in the course of telling the dispatcher what happened, he said that the masked man asked him for drugs and money. And then this. So he asked you for money and drugs, and did he get it? Um, he took my weed and took my rent money. <laughs> he took my weed. Uh, I just wonder weed. what compels people to volunteer that kind of information. Are pot enthusiasts just incredibly honest? Maybe there's some mechanism in the body wherein when bong resin meets Dorito dust, they're somehow distilled into a natural version of a sodium pentothal. I don't know. Why else, for instance, would this guy in Connecticut call 911? Well, I have a, qu- a legal question. Well, it's not. A, it's, is this an emergency? I, I don't know what that means. I was just growing some marijuana, <laughs> wondering what the, how much you know trouble you can get into for one plant. You're growing marijuana, and you want to know how much depends <laughs> on how big the plant is. <laughs> it's only a seedling. No, it's possession. <laughs> Yeah, so the police were there in a flash, and they arrested that guy. No joint investigation or anything. Just drove on over, picked the guy up. The officer said it was joint investigation. First, it's not the best. <laughs> well done, we saved the best for last. This is our favorite. We played it before. Before the police officer, who himself calls nine one one after he and his wife decided to unwind one and evening by mixing up. up a batch of pot brownies. Here are the best parts. Oh bon appetit. God. I think I'm having an overdose, and it kills my wife. Okay, you and your wife? Yes. Overdose of what? Marijuana. I think we're dying. So the, the, there is the backstory. That <laughs> apparently this guy, um, it is a cop, and he took this marijuana 
from the evidence locker, which I don't know why Anderson doesn't bring that up, but the other versions of this news story include that, but they don't include the last part of this call, which is the fucking best part. So this guy's a crook. <laughs> oh, how much did you guys have? Uh, I, I don't know. We made brownies, and I think we're dead. I really do. Time is going by really, 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 really slow. Do you guys do this on a regular basis? No, this is the first time that we've ever done it. And you've never done marijuana before? Uh, yeah, I have. And you've never had this reaction to it before? No, ever. Let's just go on the Red Wing game. Oh, hey, fuck you. You got to give it to the 911 operators. They have to keep calm during life and death situations, help people in their darkest hours. And they also have to answer calls from people baked out of their minds on pot brownies wanting to know hockey scores. It's a tall order and sometimes a high one. <laughs> oh, come on. That's just the fun. All right. You got to have fun at work. <laughs> You know, and you, if you're a 911 operator, you're going to hear a lot of suffering. Oh, yeah. But the pot browning people just kind of make you, because you've been there before, I would hope, if you've ever been high, right? Well, that's, that's what we were talking about before. I mean, not, oh, maybe you weren't on. You might have missed this. We were talking about if you've ever kind of had a freak out um, from, from, inje- from, you know, consuming cannabis. You know, oh. whether So... And um, (laughs) it seems we've all had at least some kind of thing, except for Rob. Rob was cool as a cucumber. I saw Jesus. (laughs) I saw him and he told me that I was I was going to be on a podcast one day. And then you showed up. (laughs) And then and then you were then you were on uh, two because you're on your own. So Mark actually just stepped away to. uh, Go uh, drain the lizard. So uh, while, oh. <laughs> since he's controlling the computer, um, Edith, why don't you take a minute to um, to kind of plug your your podcast because uh, you, uh, you okay. you're doing good things oh, or great things. I don't know why I'm fucking fumbling over this. Jesus Christ! Because. <laughs> because we're doing four, 420. 420 and yeah. we're all four twenty and. We're talking really slow. Oh uh, yeah, right. but um. So I'll give you a quick uh, synopsis preview of the podcast. Right it's called Naked Onion Mystery Tours Podcast, and it's a podcast for women who have been through trauma, who have not had emotional support by their parents, by their family, siblings, spouses, you name it. You can plug in on this and, you know, bring up your EI, your emotional intelligent quotient, your survival, you know, and then we do fun stuff, too. So that's kind of like the sprinkles on the cupcake. And you are available everywhere podcasts can be found, right? Yeah, Apple, Google, Spotify, and I think like eleven other platforms. But we're- oh, you're on a lot more than that. You, if you, all you have to do, there's a couple of websites you can look. Just if you just Google your podcast, it's amazing how many places it pops up. It's kind of all really? over the fucking yeah. But it's it's all places. That just most of them just pull their feeds from Apple. So if you're on okay. Apple, like it just, and it's the most obscure thing. So I'm like, why are there so many little obscure podcast players? Like who uses this enough for this to be a platform? 
Like, <laughs> but it's bizarre. Like, I, I get like, yeah, ever like, you know, like on our website, you can stream episodes, but like, that's the website. But like, there's like, again, these bizarre, small podcatchers that, that catch your episodes. And I'm like, who's using this stuff? Think about it, though. It's almost like if I can draw an analogy, it's like politics, you know, when you have Democrats and Republicans and then you have all these like little independents, you know what I mean? So it's kind of the same way with the podcast. It's somebody's got it. Somebody's using them. Yeah. I mean, it might be one person. Mm -hmm. And he just, you know, Mark created his own app and just called it some weird name and scraping your shit, man. That's, yeah. I wanted to talk, you know, we we had, before COVID hit and we were kind of building this up and trying to build up Moon Pigeon and everything mm-hmm. that like to do an app that would just be basically a podcatcher that would just, you know, pull the source. But it would be like any of the Moon Pigeon episode podcasts. And we lost Joe again. Um, every time her screen goes sideways, she disappears and then comes back five minutes later. <laughs> Um, so it would just be, you know, a podcatcher like that, mm-hmm. um, again. So, and that I guess would have been considered one of those obscure small things. So, all right, moving yeah. along here in the schmuck files today on our 420 episode, we have got, um, a couple of drug smugglers that, uh, called the cops on themselves. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Two men attempting to smuggle marijuana across state lines accidentally turned themselves into authorities. Hi, uh, we're the two dumb <laughs> jack wagons. Uh, trying to bring some stuff to your border, and all your cops are driving around us like a bunch of jack wagons. So I just really would like you guys to end it. If you guys, if you could help me out with that, you just like to get, get on with it. According S-word. to authorities, Leland Ayala Doliente and Hollard Sward were traveling from Las Vegas to Bozeman, Montana, with 20 pounds of pot in their car when they called the cops Rookie mistake. themselves. Court Why documents does it matter? show the men were using marijuana during their trip. And after entering Idaho, they thought they were being followed by undercover police officers. The pair pulled over and called 911. <laughs> they said they just wanted the police to stop following them which the police said they were not doing. And, uh, yeah, once your cops drive around a bunch of civilian cars, just not want to pick us up. I don't know what, what's the deal. I was wondering if you could help us out and just end it. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe call one of them. I don't know. It's getting cold out here, man. I just want to get warm. <laughs> just get on with it. Oh, jeez. So. Okay. We're, uh, we're just put to the snacks and stuff. No, we don't have anything. Of course they do. That story with us. Okay, cool. Snack and stuff, so. <laughs> I just want to make sure that they're just curious. So. Yeah, yeah. We tried walking away from the car a couple of times and having words. We tried waving them down and didn't work, so I don't know what's going on here. Thank yeah, you. I do have I do have one of my... Do you know calm the guy was? So he said he's on his way to meet you, so. All right, thank you. Police say when they arrived at the scene, both men had their hands behind their heads and told cops they were surrendering. A dog cage with 20 pounds of marijuana inside had been placed next to the car by the men, That's beautiful. according to authorities. <laughs> the men were each charged with one felony count. You don't get high in your own supply, buddy. I mean, be sure to watch inside. What, what's the point of having it in a bag in and then a dog uh, crate. Do you, do you think they were going to be like, oh, that's my dead dog back there? <laughs> yeah, or the dog's <laughs> sleepy. I don't know. <laughs> I, to keep it all, I, I have no idea. Yeah. But like, 
the fact that they got so fucking stoned that they called the cops 911 to ask the quote unmarked cops that were following to finally just pull them over and get it over with. (laughs) And there was nobody. It was just random people driving. But they were so fucking paranoid. They had a freak out. What you know? What they needed to do instead of calling nine one one, they needed to call the Nug Two High Hotline. That's right, Nug MD. <laughs> exactly, Doctor Nug. If only that wasn't existence, because it would have been much better. It might be embarrassing, but at least you wouldn't be calling nine one one to tell somebody you're trafficking twenty what pounds of weed. What is that? Nug Two High MD. Oh, oh, did you? Um, yeah, you missed it because you got caught off. I shared, but if you go into the oh. master text thread that we've had all day um, for this episode, yeah, there is the a link to the rundown. It's a Google Doc. If you open that up, it's like the very first link on there, so you can check it out okay. yourself. Um, okay. But it's something that just, I think it just launched today. Um, it's just something to help talk you down off of the ledge. <laughs> so I think a, a good theme we, we've, we've kind of had today was you got to learn to ride it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in parentheses, not get yourself arrested. I lay down. Yeah. I just lay down or I go in the kitchen and I tell you, I just made... Um, chicken thighs seasoned with kind of like a a um sweet rub and i cooked it in the air fryer and i made sliders on that hawaiian bread oh nice that's what i do i eat when i get high like that i'll eat (laughs) it helps yeah That's a good combination, snack and sleep. I think so, too. All right, so you know how to ride it out, unlike this person. When dispatch centers take all kinds of emergency calls, the one they took last Friday from a Youngstown, Ohio man might be one of the more bizarre ones. He called because he said he was, quote, too high. Have a listen to this. Speaking of, look at this guy's alien head. (laughs) And also, in all of these things where they actually have, like, graphics, like, pay attention to, like, the graphics they use. Like back there, like it's like this generic like cannabis plants, and then like a little like little less than dime bag know, of right, weed. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's not even a gram. <laughs> it's like shake. That's something they put in clip art. Yeah, yeah right. So too high. You're too high. Yeah. What What do you take? I can't feel anything. You're what? I can't feel anything. Okay. What did you take? Weed? Yes. Officers found the 22-year-old curled in a fetal position surrounded by Doritos, <laughs> goldfish, crackers, and chips ahoy for cookies. Sounds like a joke. <laughs> These people are so dangerous, you know? medical treatment and was charged with drug possession. It, it, exactly. That's the, that's the thing, like... This is what, like... These are the, the most docile fucking people... <laughs> but Look, like, first of all the first time i've ever the first time i ever smoked weed was at a party somebody handed me a j and said here you go and walked off they actually didn't say anything they just handed it to me and walked off well i didn't know what to do i didn't know about puff puff pass so i bummed a lighter and i sat there and i smoked the whole thing i smoked the whole thing and then i decided this party is lame i'm leaving i get in my 1983 
Toyota Camry and I drive 20 miles an hour. What year was this? Down the road and I get pulled over by a cop. For no. driving too slow? Yes. <laughs> I burst into tears and he let me go. <laughs> <laughs> Only a chick can get away with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I burst it into tears. A white chick. <laughs> he beat me over the head with a billy club. A white chick. Uh, <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Only a white chick can get away with that. What year was that? You said 1983 car. What year was it? Uh, it was probably 98. Okay. Okay. So an old, old car. Okay. Yeah. And be like, oh, 1984. <laughs> the, the first time no. I ever smoked weed was with this guy. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Like you and Chad and and the crew, uh-huh. like out in the deck, or yeah. maybe or in the living room, whatever, somewhere, somewhere in that disgusting, somewhere, house. yeah, in in that in that house. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, all right, let's see what's this one. Oh, so again, I don't know what possesses people to want to call nine one one when they're stoned. Nine one one, police, fire, medical. Hi, uh, where can I get some marijuana? <laughs> Excuse me? Where can I buy some marijuana this morning? I, I love this guy. The police department? No, I didn't. <laughs> That's very interesting. Well, let me ask you the same question. <laughs> That's a legitimate question. Which question is that? Where can I buy some marijuana this morning? I would have no idea, sir. You would have no idea. <laughs> Hi, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, pleasant. <laughs> yeah. Who was he trying to call? First of all, yeah. Like, who were you trying to call if you dialed 911? <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to call 411. <laughs> yeah. 411 is the information. Yeah, line. you know what? You're probably right. Uh, but, like, she goes, you called the police department. Is, is 911 in the police department? I thought it was, like, a separate service that kind of worked with all the emergency servants. But did you see how how calm he was? Of course, and yeah. sweet. Yeah, just like the he other guy. He was probably already high. Oh, he was perfectly <laughs> yeah. rational. He asked a rational question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, yeah. why? Oh, shit. Why do you call 911 when you're stoned? And And the question could be asked. Uh, once again, with, with I think this is our final schmuck here in the schmuck files for 420. Co- covering Florida, of course. Oh, this, yeah, so we had to get a little, oh. a little pick in there at Florida. Man remains behind bars, accused of calling 911 about 100 times to order food and drugs. Jarvis Sutton <laughs> Pinellas County Sunday alone, asking to have Kool-Aid, burgers, and weed delivered to him. St. Petersburg police say he chewed on foam attached to the metal caging when he was in the rear of the police cruiser. <laughs> still in the Pinellas County Jail, charged with misusing the 911 system. You can't make this so, shit up. So first of all, he was on something else. <laughs> Yeah. He's trying to chew the fucking <laughs> styrofoam cage out of it. Or <laughs> yeah, man, he was hungry. He was asking yeah, for he burgers. Just, he wanted some weed to to mellow whatever the fuck he was on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So again, wow. these 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 well, stories. With that last story, guys. Let me jump off. Okay, man. I gotta I gotta go because it's a it's a bit too late for me. Yeah. No, you're yeah. you're on assignment. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to wrap this up here shortly. Uh, Junior, thank you very much. Happy holidays. 
Bye, Junior. Bye, Junior. Stay safe. Yep. And we'll so, uh, I'll man. talk to you. Have a safe uh, move there, Edith. Thank you. Take I'll care. let you know. Take care. All right. All right, buddy. Bye, everyone. See you later. Bye. Yeah, he 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 was on something. I don't know. Maybe Pinellas. What is that? That's uh, that's like St. Pete, right? PCP. Edith. Yes. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Okay. But Pasco's above yeah. it, right? So yeah, oh, PCP yeah, most likely just meth. Mm. Yeah, garden mm. variety Florida meth. Mm. <laughs> well, it, yeah. it, it was chewing on stuff. I didn't have any that's teeth. This kind of sci-fi. If you just dress them up in some kind of like far out outfit, and he would just <laughs> fit the bill, wouldn't he? Oh my god. Um, so that was the Schmuck Files for this 420 uh, episode here, 2023. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to do, want to do finish these last two questions. Obviously, these will go a lot quicker with only, only four of us left, and then we'll get to to wrapping this up. Um, so we talked about our favorite music to 422. Uh, what about your favorite 420 munchies? And then, do you prefer to smoke than eat, or do you prefer to eat than smoke? Uh, uh, first question. Um, there's this little uh, snack that I make. It's um, uh, the club crackers. They're nice. Okay, and, yep, uh, the, good the, and, yep. The, tri- good the, the, the rectangles. The uh, white rectangles? Uh, rectangles, yeah, yeah. Very light color, very, um, um, you know. The, just the, the definition of the word cracker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good carrier for um, uh, peanut butter and Nutella on top of that. And just make those little snacks up and you'll be in heaven. It's like a nice salty cracker with the peanut butter and the, uh, and the Nutella. That, that cracker is excellent. Chef's kiss. That cracker is excellent for <laughs> is hot a, crab yeah. dip as well. It is a it is a, it, it's a, a very, very versatile, versatile cracker. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. So the club cracker, <laughs> um, a versatile cracker. This cracker must have went to college. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, a learned cracker. <laughs> I don't, I'm so lost here. I <laughs> well, for Christ's sake, <laughs> Edith, you're up. Yes. Oh wow, that's gonna be tough, but. I, I like to smoke before I eat. Oh, you didn't answer that part either, Mark. Um, uh, smoke before you eat. Okay, okay. Yeah, I like to smoke before I eat, and I usually I like to have everything made before I smoke. So I've been cooking at home a lot, and like I said, I just made marinated chicken thighs uh, with honey mustard on that Hawaiian bread, yeah. which is really good. I like to make barbecue ribs. Mm. I like bacon. Yes. Oh, Chris is getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll line As up the Teeter treats. said, I'm getting a food chub. <laughs> 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 Want to make sweet mouth love so to that food. You, so, so, interestingly enough, both of you guys so far uh, enjoy snacks that you, that you actually make. Mm. Yeah. So nothing packaged. Okay. And we got like a, tr- like a true like munchy type thing with mm-hmm. crackers and peanut butter and Nutella and then you're more of the, the savory making yourself like real fucking food yeah I can't I wish I, we, I wish we eat. got to this before where Junior jumped off because he cooks all kinds of great stuff <laughs> Joe you're yeah. up um, definitely smoke then eat okay and I usually like to have something like savory salty like pizza or chips or something along those lines and then I absolutely have to have something sweet, like brownie, cookie, something. All right. Like so oh, yeah. you are in the 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. You are on the side of thing. You want everything already. You're not looking to, yes. to prepare your meal. Now, Edith does it ahead yeah. of time. It sounds like. So, Mark, do you like to do that while you're stoned? Do you do you find joy in making that while you're stoned? They have to be fresh. So yes. Okay. So and so and then because only because I have an answer for this, so I'll ask everyone else too. Um, do you enjoy cooking while you're? You're 420. Uh, I don't even know if I've like cooking, like what, like with with frying pan, like an oil, like, <laughs> like, like yeah. Aren't like you worried about splatter and a meal? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. not I am naked. not doing anything. You're gonna have yeah, no, I'm not naked. Yeah. Oh, oh, in that case, oh. um, no, no. I think um, no. I'm not interested in making anything complex. I'm not looking okay. to make bread or anything like that. Or you know, um, uh, Edith, what about you? Simple. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Okay. And I have. All right. Especially if there's nothing in the house, like if I want a dessert and there's nothing in the house, I'll if I've got eggs and flour and baking powder and everything in the kitchen, I'm going to make it. You're going to you're going to mm. do the chop basket. Mm. Yeah. Like and I'll smoke yeah. <laughs> while I do Joe, it. Joe, what about I mean, do you like to cook at all? or <laughs> I I have, but it takes me so long because I get so distracted. Yeah. Because I like move one thing and then this <laughs> thing doesn't belong in the kitchen. So it goes into another room. So I will eventually make myself something, but it takes so a So it long sounds like it, it, it almost gives you ADD in that manner, which is yeah. what it's supposed to typically take away. Uh, right. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I get it. Yeah. So uh, for me, I, uh, it, you know, yeah, I definitely, I, I, I do like to smoke before I eat, um, which is actually going to get into the, the third part of that question, which is I actually prefer to be stoned when I cook. Um, I cook dinner almost every night. Um, we get HelloFresh a lot. So, like, everything's kind of right there. And as a rule, though, and Jahida has now learned this, is, like, I don't care what time it says on the card. It's going to be an hour yeah. from when I start to when I finish. Because, number one, I'm pretty sure you have to have two people working to achieve the times they put on those cards. Um, but just, just <laughs> this, let me do it at my own pace. Like, I've gotten so much. I used to get really aggravated in the kitchen. And it just kind of takes all that away. Going back to that one when I talked about that one time I took too much RSO and I thought I, I played the audio in one of these podcasts, um, but I like I did it on an empty stomach. So that was the problem right there. And then I had to make dinner for Jahida and I'm sitting there trying using a knife, trying to slice like dice onions or, or slice onions. And I remember like making a, like a video and sending to Dieter and Matt because I could not type. <laughs> like if I find it, I'll, I'll put it back in here. Um, I'm sure I have it somewhere of like kind of freaking out, but not really that like I'm trying to make dinner, but I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> uh, which is, it, it kind of borders on like mushrooms when you're trying to do something on mushrooms. And once they kick in, you like that's it. Like the last Matt and I did them like a year or so ago maybe two years ago now when we were trying to set up all my lights and we were going to program lights for a Halloween show <laughs> and so we took the chocolates and we started doing stuff and we both got to a point where we're trying to plug in like each or uh, the cables and I'm just holding a cable and I'm looking at the light fixture I'm like what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like I completely blanked on what I had to do. And we're like, oh, this is a bad idea to, to wait so long to start this. We should have done it earlier. <laughs> and at that point we're like, well, this ain't getting done tonight. <laughs> um, so 
Uh, I definitely took my favorite munchie. Um, I, I yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of like you. I just go for something that's already packaged um, or something that's already made. It doesn't have to be prepackaged. But yeah. um, I will say, last Friday when I did my RSO, I had Jello for like the first time in a long mm. time. And Ooh, God, with whipped cream. Oh my God, that was so fucking good. Mm. And what flavor? <laughs> Uh, it funny. was it was Starburst like pink flavor. Oh. I don't know. Jahida bought a bunch, and she's been making things for Raymond with it. But she made like a bowl of Jello, <laughs> so good. I also made popcorn that night for the first time in a long time, and we found a couple months ago at like the TJ Maxx a bottle of sriracha salt, mm-hmm. which oh. I love on sweet potato fries. But I put some of this on that popcorn. I was I said I looked over at Jahida. I go. I don't know if this is the RSO talking. I go, this is the best popcorn I've ever had. <laughs> was there butter on the popcorn? It was microwave popcorn. So, yeah, it was buttered flavor, I guess. Um, and oh. I just added, like, yeah, some of that sriracha salt. I think some pepper, maybe some some garlic powder. Mm, fucking good. So, um, I'm definitely, yeah, I'll, I'll I, you know, it's usually something sweet. Every once in a while, it's something, you know, salty. Um, but yeah, something that's kind of already made. I'll get down on a bowl of cereal. I've been really into strawberry milk lately. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, strawberry milk or quick? You suffer. Both. Nice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're just suffering over there. I feel so bad for you. Um, so uh, that's the answer to all of my questions. So uh, smoke then eat. Uh, yes, I'd like to cook stone. I, I prefer it. I do it all the time. And uh, I'm gonna grab something that's already kind of made. I don't, I don't need to really make anything. That sounds good, though. Mm-hmm. All right, that's that's that one. All right, the last one. What is your favorite 420 activity? So, what is your favorite thing to do when you are? God damn it! It was the fu- derped. I was gonna say in honor of Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Mm, yard work. I love it. All hours know. of the day, like get oh, out in the yeah. middle of the night. <laughs> Not like, in the middle of the night. <laughs> During the day, uh, that's one of my favorites. Though, really? Yeah, yeah. I like just like doing stuff. Okay. I'm definitely not one of those people who just wants to sit on the couch and kind of you know, want to get up and do something. And and then the other thing is, I want to sit on the couch and play video games. <laughs> that's the other yeah, one. there you go. I I have like I don't do that. Like I haven't. I don't know. The last time I picked up my PlayStation controller. Uh, to play the PlayStation. I've used it with Apple TV a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew you could do that. No. If you have Apple Arcade. Mm, yeah, I don't have an Apple TV, uh, though. Oh, you don't have an Apple? Oh, mm-hmm. How do you not have an Apple TV? I don't know, man. We don't need one. <laughs> <laughs> but how is that not your, like, preferred, your de- main streaming device? Yeah, I don't know. We got a Roku. Okay. Wow, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, you can pair your PlayStation controllers uh-huh. with it to play games in the arcade. Um, so, but, yeah, I, I, I much was much more back when I was younger very much into that when I had a roommate playing mm. video games with <laughs> um, I don't really have you know I mean Raymond will play Mario but I get so fucking frustrated playing those games <laughs> I need to be like super stoned to do it <laughs> to not get frustrated at the end I get frustrated at myself not at him mm. I get frustrated at myself because I can't fucking play a game designed for fucking seven because he whoops your ass <laughs> um, oh but he expects me to know everything you know like because I mean I've beaten those games in the past with other people but it was like 10 years ago when the game came out mm-hmm. so um i guess well let me move into to mine then uh my i i actually 
uh, I really do like to sit down and like try to like make music. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just don't seem to have time for that anymore, unfortunately, but I I actually do prefer, like, I like to sit down and design. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, all of my greatest projects, like Joe's logo, (laughs) 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 were done under the influence of THC. Yeah, um, Joe approves that message. Yeah, no, I, uh, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it helps me. You know, I, it helps me focus more. I don't, you know, I don't ever think I really have ADD, but I can definitely get distracted a little easier mm-hmm. than I should. Um, but it definitely helps me to focus. Um, and yeah, just designing. You know, you putting some music. I like to listen to music when I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm doing something creative, yeah, put some music on, and just and just kind of do that. So yeah, so doing something. Yeah. Being, I should say, just being creative. That's that's you know, right? Like music, whatever. Um, it's just most of the time I'm 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 designing something. Soon editing podcast again. Uh, Joe, what about you? Um, recently, which is kind of crazy that this is a recent event, but I took my first yoga class high. What? And I was really, I know, it's, I've only been teaching for 10 years, so it's <laughs> kind of due. Mostly I'm teaching. I couldn't teach high. I'd never be able to teach high. But I took a class, and it was like, it was a Friday night class, and I was like, just over it with work. And I was like, I want to be a little stone to go to this class. So I dropped two edibles and went to class, and it was the best class I've taken in ages. I will ages and ages. That's that's awesome. I will say though, if you were to become more of a regular user, you you would be able to teach stoned. Like the stuff that I do stone, like I think about like like I'm on calls with kind of important people at times, like just blazed. Like and you, if I'm on a Zoom, like <laughs> if you're ever on a business Zoom with me. And my screen comes off. I'm doing one of two things. I'm either taking a hit or my son has walked into the room. <laughs> and if it's during the middle of the day, it's probably option A. <laughs> so, yeah, it's mm-hmm. but again, like and just to kind of have Rob was talking about, like he wakes up and like I don't wake up and, and take a dose. Like I, I thought about it this morning. But again, I had that baseball practice today and I'm like, I can't really kind of be like that for baseball practice. Um so I, I, I abstain from doing that. Maybe tomorrow. Um, <laughs> by the way, I think the first one's kicking in. Um, <laughs> which has been a while. That's what sucks about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like it's 1030. Like I'm going to finish this up and I'm going to smoke a bowl and go to bed. <laughs> um, uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what I was saying. What was the question? Um, you were talking about taking a dose in the morning. Act- oh, 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 yeah. Well, like Rob said, yeah, no, Activities. no. I'm just, just, just for me, it's my thought. And then, yeah, Edith, you can go. Um, but yeah, like once you get used to it, it becomes part of your thing. And if, you know, it kind of becomes part of your regiment, your diet. And y- yeah, you're not going to. Now, he says he takes the highest doses he can find. Which is kind of crazy, right. um, but a lot of people, yeah. you know, will do like you said, maybe like one or it's a, it's a big thing with with psychedelics with mushrooms, you know, those like little chocolate bars, like you could take like a half of it or a quarter of it. Like I played yeah. gigs on like a, a half of those things, and it's it's enough to just make you feel it and kind of get into the groove. You don't really see things, um, you're not out of it or anything, but it kind of gives you that, and you can almost see how people use it and it. You know, if you if you kind of if that's your regiment, you know, and you you obviously you're going to build up over time, and that's you know, if Rob's been doing that for how for this long, that's yeah. why his you know he can do these massive, you know, the highest doses possible he can find in the morning, 
and then still do our stuff in the afternoon. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, Seth wrote. Like I would be asleep. That's my that's my wife too. Yeah, she like I, every time I, I offer anything, I I'm like out. I'm like I'm like here. Yeah, this is a sativa pen. She's like it doesn't matter. And yeah, she's right. Like I, it, she'd be asleep within ten minutes. Uh, it was so. But I kind of like that too. I just like having that first buzz where I can do stuff. I can either write or whatever, whatever I want to do. If I have to clean the house, I mean, you'd rather clean the house I, oh, yeah. a little bit than. Just walk around the stone cold sober and clean the house. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. You have to make it a little interesting. Yeah. Seth Rogen sort of describes it as like, um, you know, like, you know, I need to wear glasses because they make it, they make life better. They make me able to see. I could go through life without wearing glasses, but it's better right. with glasses on. And he sort of describes weed the same way. Like, you know, yeah, I could go through life not on weed and that'd be fine, but it's better with, you know, yeah. going through life. You know, with weed, it's like you use it to make yeah, life Doug better. Benson's kind of said the same thing in the past too. Yeah, um, yeah. I, so you don't. I don't think. I don't know why we're coming back. You don't have to say you can never teach high because you can. You just have to. You know, it's not recommended like tomorrow. Like I'm just gonna take yeah. <laughs> big gob of RSO and go in and try to teach you. That's not gonna work. You're gonna look like an asshole. Um, but maybe. Yeah, that's the problem. If you don't have your card, right? No. You should get your card, and then you should teach a class that you're obviously not providing the weed, um, and you're not providing a place for them to consume on site, um, but a class then geared towards that, and you can try that where you kind of... But you, but it would have to be kind of where you're cool to do it. You know, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Maybe you can just do it anyway. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking about trying to figure out how to be able to do that. To get a card? No, oh. to be able to teach oh. something along those lines. Yeah. Well, I guess you could do it with your, your kind of side thing, you know, not necessarily through your, your studio or whatever. No, I don't think the studio would let me do yeah. it, but... Yeah, well, you can do like what Dieter does. You just get like a van and go to various places. Like he used to give out COVID shots, like out of the van. You can t- do a van around and be like, you know, stoned. It's very, very taco from the league, especially using a van. But yeah, you'd be like stoned yoga or something like this. Hot yoga or this is stoned yoga a thing? They're in Colorado. It's got to be. Oh, be a I'm thing, right? Sure, it has to be. Yeah. So it has you just to get, be. or you just wait another. I'm here in 2025. For PA, yeah. Ugh. So I mean, we've got yeah. I know it's too far, but it's better than never. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the option I just we could have faced. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, then uh, just get your medical card. It's not hard. I will. I will eventually. Has Jersey set up uh, places along the border or anything? Uh, I they they're they're starting in in more northern Jersey yeah. now, mm-hmm. um, but not like. Not right there. Now, I don't know how if they are now in relation with New York, because that was kind of, I think that's what was keeping them out. Yeah. They must have had some kind of handshake agreement with New York because New York hadn't legalized recreational sales yet, but it was legal to possess. So the last thing they wanted was a bunch of people going across the border, right across the border in most cases, buying weed and bringing it back to the state where it's legal to possess. <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know, in so I, and that was my guess. Um, they opened their first dispensary the day after 420 last year, which was fucking ridiculous. Um, but now that New York's online, nothing in New York has kind of popped up. I don't know where the. I thought I looked it up. 
I can't remember where the closest one in New York State was. I'm waiting for like something's going to pop up in like Port Jervis or. That's what I figured, yeah. I mean, you know, Narrowsburg, you know, something like that. One of the small towns along the river there that's like less than, you know, Bethel. Like fucking open up a dispensary outside of Bethel Woods. (laughs) Are you fucking, you will make bank within the first three months. You will be set for life. It's a missed opportunity. You're fucking selling weed at Woodstock legally. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. How is that not done? And uh, so anyway, um, yeah, but now you're in, you're in a legal state now too. So yeah, have yeah, you man. actually purchased from a dispensary there? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. The recreational one by me. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great experience. You go in, you don't feel like a criminal and you walk out and it's, it's a all legal transaction. And yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I asked Rob before if he ever thought, you know, he'd see legalization the way, you know, it is. And like, I never thought um, this quickly and this, you know, this expediently and how it sort of spread. Yeah. Um, with the states. It's yeah. Really- once one sort of fell, they're all starting to fall. And um, and uh, I think it's great. Yeah. It beats buying, you know, like shit in a in a in a, in a uh, diner parking lot. Yeah. Although, you know, it was, it was cool. You know, it was fun. A little chilling bit of adventure. With, chilling you with know. my meat guy. Yeah. yeah. Every two weeks and smoking a little playing, you know, playing Frisbees with the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I guess, uh, I guess Edith, uh, yeah. Did I ask you? Oh, she's on mute. I don't know what she's doing. So did we ask Edith? I can't remember what her activity was. Um, no, I think we need no, to I ask her. I don't think so, yeah. Okay. Well, Lee can, uh, let's start to wrap this up. If she pops back off of mute, well, let's see if she sent a message. No, she didn't. Um, we can, uh, we can get her answer on that. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys. Thank, uh, thank you, Rob McKenzie, Dr. Rob McKenzie. Um, there's no X in his name, dude. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> let's watch Mark Google. there's a k in this name (laughs) z yeah and And you could probably put weed see if anything comes up yeah there's no s in there edith with the naked onion mystery tours podcast (laughs) um check her out uh you can find her on um pretty much every major podcast platform. Joe, what's going on with you? We 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 getting a podcast going or your your yoga yoga lotties or whatever things? I teach yoga every Wednesday at Easton Yoga in downtown and once the website is up and running there will be downloads to buy and I'll be hosting Zoom classes online. And that's so where you can do there's stone lots yoga. Of stuff coming. And that, yeah, <clears throat> well, you have to, I'm actually now thinking about a meditation too. So, ooh, just schedule it at 4:20. People oh. will get the get the idea. You, you don't even have to. You know, yes. that's all. You, it's as subtle as you have to be. Yeah, uh, I was. I you know going. Uh, so today I woke up. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just kind of watch like 4:20 related stuff like all day. First of all, Hulu, which like for the last like couple months has had like nothing but great like stoner movies up have apparently 
taking them all down here before 420. <laughs> Major fail. You, you know, you talk about like a lot of 420 promoting, whatever. Major fail on the streaming mm. services, at least the ones I was looking at. No, like little, like Hulu used to be great at like doing like little subcategories of things. Mm-hmm. Like even within programs, like I'd go into Bob's Burgers and I was like belted out with the Belters and it was all episodes where it was like they were musical ones. Mm-hmm. Or they put all the Christmas ones together. Like no, like Stoner's Delight or something. <laughs> so um, check Disney. Oh, I don't have Disney Plus yet. I, I will I don't, I when, I, don't. when I drop the, the satellite. Um, so the first thing I, I, I went through, um, I actually uh, went and watched uh, Bob's Burgers, the episode um, where the it's called Bob they fires the kids and they go to work at this blueberry farm, which is really a pot farm. And that's where I got a couple of the... Uh, these couple, the Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson would love this place. And the weed problem. We have a terrible weed problem. <laughs> so I watched that, and then I had to watch uh, The Simpsons uh, Weekend at Bernsey's. Oh, okay, yeah, classic. Which was uh, the, f- the one with fish okay. on. And then like, and I watched Harold and Kumar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know where I'm going with this, because uh, I don't remember where I started. <laughs> this is really difficult. <laughs> I'm not used to any of this, and I'm especially not used to doing this. You like were talking this. about you woke up this morning watching. Yeah, but why? Stuff. I don't even know why I said that. Mm. Um, four twenty, four twenty yoga. Hi, yoga. That's that's where I'm trying to tie everything back together. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got there. We got there. Uh, and Edith still hasn't come back. I was hoping she'd come back during that. <laughs> um, so yeah, now that's the good idea. Mark's got that. You know, he'll patent that for you. He can create an app for you. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And get working with Car Twenty Yoga app, Cork Cork Industries, Cork Industries. <laughs> do you actually have like a, a legit company for that stuff, or do you? Um, you I did in PA, but I folded it when I moved, and um, now we just no, no, not right now. You're just doing it. Uh, Ain't got no time for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it it, it, it you know be made in Maine whenever it's made. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> made in Maine, made in Maine. <laughs> Sounds like a movie. Oh, that's the name of the episode, by the way. Made in Maine. That's what we're just going to call it. I don't know why. Um, it's funny to say. All right. Uh, so you got that going on. Um, do you have a, a, a Facebook or thing to plug right now? Or? Um, Facebook is Grotzinger Studio, and Instagram is at Grotzinger Studio. And I still have my personal, is still public. It's Jimo Fojo. All right. So. Uh, Joe was on a podcast All my things A couple of years ago um, And she did a lot We talked a lot of yoga In that episode from Somewhere in like the 70s or 80s range Go back and look I don't even remember <laughs> What the name of the episode Oh Was that the The episode where the Was it the The cover Was um Something my wife Can I borrow your can wife Can I borrow your wife Was that the episode you yes. were on Okay, yep. so can I borrow your wife? It's the episode. <laughs> Look for Joe, and then you're on a couple of weeks later with Christy. Uh, yep, and that's the one where we talked about the Merkin, and there's a video up on our YouTube channel, which, by the way, now you can find at YouTube.com, and our user handle is just simply Dinner with Schmucks at Dinner with Schmucks. So they finally don't make you have to have a hundred subscribers to get like a. A handle that everyone can find you at, not mm. like random letters and numerals. <laughs> <laughs> so at Dinner with Schmucks on YouTube, um, and yeah, there's a yeah the the Merkin video uh, features features Joe as well. <laughs> All right, still nothing from Edith the 420 Goddess. So I'm gonna plug uh, HighStickCreative.com and uh, 570designs.threadless.com 
And uh, you pick up a whole assortment. Yeah, we got there. Same thing my here. Hel- my Helmock Farm shirt. You get a whole assortment of 420 designs right on there. So you can celebrate 420 all year long. Look, every day, it's 420 twice a day. It's like a broken clock, right? That's <laughs> twice right a day. A broken clock is always Ooh. right. <laughs> I will tell you, I woke up this morning at like four something. and Your body knew. <laughs> I, I, had, yeah. I had to... Take take a dump, <laughs> and, but I missed four twenty because I have a little bowl I keep on my nightstand that you uh, shit into. No, <laughs> 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 a little bowl with some uh, okay, some indica usually packed oh, in it. Although that makes I'm much out of more sense. Um, and I was I would have taken a hit off it with four twenty, but yeah, but yeah, I, I you know I don't have an alarm. I always mean to set up an alarm like Doug Benson has. He has one that goes off at four nineteen. Yeah, so it's just about that time. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I, I never think to do that and it'd just go off at like the most inappropriate moments <laughs> at 419 every day. <laughs> so, um, so 570designs.threadless.com get some 420 apparel and, uh, dinnerwithschmucks.com. Uh, I gotta, gotta do some updates to all this stuff. Dinner with schmucks on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, and we have a podcast fan group dinner to dinner with schmucks podcast group or something along those lines you can find it on the dinner with schmucks facebook page so that is all from us here uh just only based in pennsylvania now because edith is uh mia main too you're sitting in pennsylvania right now i'm sitting in pennsylvania (laughs) uh dieter uh you know we miss you dieter yeah mark drove all the way down from maine just to see you and to podcast with you and uh to 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 shotgun you um some of his smoke and uh potentially oh joe let me ask you this question once oh boy before we get off um because i i I think i think you might know this answer um are you aware of a fleetwood enema (laughs) (laughs) i know that such a thing exists okay not a fleet enema, a Fleetwood enema. So you know it exists. What is it? I don't know. Oh, okay. I probably don't want to know. So you you like Fleetwood Mac, right? Is this? I yes. And 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 Stevie Nicks. Yes. <laughs> so the Fleetwood enema is when Stevie Nicks would have cocaine blown up her asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That never happens to lady. I don't know. We did some extensive research on it one episode. There's lots of rumors. Lots of rumors um, out there. I think that was actually the last one you were on, right? And, uh, I think it might have been two of them. Um, no, you were on was it you were trying to keep us out of legal trouble by saying allegedly a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we have some pretty solid evidence, I think. Yeah. Um, and there was you know, some questions if you would you know have it done to you or your, mm-hmm. your partner. Um, as 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 and you, you have you done it because you said if she was interested, so we we have still not gotten it done. We, we just got to find the cocaine, I guess. <laughs> Is that not legal in Maine yet? Not yet, not yet. Where do you have to go for that? Oregon? I think you got to go to Canada. <laughs> no, I think it's Oregon that everything under the sun. Is, is it really Oregon? Yeah, like all substances? I don't think you can just go out and buy it somewhere. But if you have it, you're not going to get like arrested. It's, it's, it's legal to have, but not buy. Well, I, I don't. It, 
I don't think anybody's figured out how to commercialize cocaine yet. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're just, we're not quite there yet on that. Mm. You know, uh, it it sounds like, you know, psychedelics is right around the corner. But yeah, I I don't think we're quite there yet with with mainstreaming cocaine um, to where you can just go to a dispensary. dispensary. (laughs) Buy a kilo. (laughs) CBS. Go to the pharmacy and say, nope, I don't want that. I just need a couple cuts of that. (laughs) Buy it out of Stevie Nicks' ass. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, Fleetwood Enema. Um. Oh. <laughs> no. Would you ever do that? No. <laughs> Would you ever have it done to you? No. Uh, I see you thought about it, though. <laughs> you paused and thought about it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I see. Do it again. You have to think about things. You got to picture it before you can really judge it. And you see it and you're like, nope. No. <laughs> and, and would you let, uh, wait, who, uh, no. uh, Lindsay Buckingham? Lindsay Ham Buckingham. <laughs> Lindsay Ham Buckingham. <laughs> no. Okay. No. And he has heart problems. He can't do cocaine anymore. You'd kill him. Would you, would you You'd let, kill any of would, them right now. Would you let him do that to you? What about Jason Momoa? No. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Same right. same answer. <laughs> which was I mean, which was more on. than he said about his wife. So, interesting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We're we're off the rails now. And uh I said this would be over by ten. It's like eleven, so we'll see what we can use out of this. Um thank you, Joe, for hanging till the end. Um, You're welcome. Uh, Thank you. I'm gonna. Uh, it, it, if, if Dieter can't show up, it might be me doing more of these by myself. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely gonna see if people want to get in. We'll just do more zooms like this because it's fun having everybody on, and we'll try to try to t- turn it into something again. I don't know. Like every other week is my hope. So we'll keep. Yeah, you- I have to get Zoom actually up and running on my laptop because I'm on my phone and I don't. I'm not yeah. thrilled with it. And then you got um, your other stuff, to, you know, you'll be able to utilize the things you got for your recording to actually. Yeah. To that I need improve your to stuff. start playing with, too, so I can figure out how all that works. Edith, if you can hear us, thank you very much. I will be in touch with you about future episodes. Again, Mystery Onion. Naked Miss Naked. Mm. <laughs> naked Onion Mystery Tours. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Again, her podcast. Check it out. It's a great podcast. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you hopefully in a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. See you later. Happy holidays. Mama stay, you guys. Bon appetit, Wolfgang Schmucks. This has been another episode of the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to check us out on social media, Dinner with Schmucks on Facebook and Instagram, and DWS Podcast on Twitter. And while you're on our Facebook page, be sure to sign up for our Dinner with Schmucks podcast fan group. And if you're old school and just want to send a piece of electronic mail, hit us up at dinnerwithschmucks at gmail.com. Be part of the show.
stuff from the guys selling in the parking lot. Dinner with is the only place to pick up all of your official Dinner with Schmucks podcast swag. T-shirt does? Tees, hoodies, cell phone cases, and prints. It's all just a click away. Dinner with You have suggestions on what you should have for dinner? Huh? Whatever you recommend um, as a dish for dinner. And you can request which one of us you want to cook. I, I'm a terrible cooker. Oh, even better. Feel free to shoot us an email, dinnerwithschmucks at gmail.com. You could even post a picture of the result of you making it for some inspiration. Be like, damn, that looks good. I'm getting a little foodie chub. So get at us. We're curious about what you want to eat. That was fantastic. Heisty Creative is a fantastic graphic design company by Chris Babcock, and he actually did the uh, album artwork for the Victory Drive record in like 24 hours, um, which is always appreciated. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, that is Heisty Creative. Excellent, excellent work. Have a question or just want to speak your mind? Call and leave us a message at 863 576 4902. And we'll play your call back on the next episode. Dabbity 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 do. Go out. Be awesome. Be the best you you know how. And drop those pebbles of positivity. Peace. <laughs> many, many blessings. Remember, you're freaking awesome. Moon Pigeon Podcast Network. Blah, 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 blah.